this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead as the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you, house everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. To speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead, plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi, Sister Speak Podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. I uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, sisters. This is Ray from Cali. In the zombie apocalypse, there's a thin line between moral and immoral. You can take a town from a bunch of innocent, clueless people. You can bite a man's throat off with your bare teeth. You can even threaten a little kid's life. But what you absolutely cannot do is take a man's last peanut butter protein bar. Michonne. Michonne. Michonne! You wrong, girl. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead where we discuss season six of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 48. Let's get started. Okay. Woohoo! We are back to talk about episode <laughs> two. Well, we late, but hey. Titled JSS. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we do that, let me give my adult beverage of the episode. Go ahead. 
And today we have a 2012 Rheinhessen Riesling. It's a German Riesling. Comes in a really beautiful bottle. I bought it because of the bottle. The bottle is a real long, tall, skinny bottle that has the face of a cat. Oh. And it's orange. And it's my understanding from the wine steward that it comes in all different colors. The bottle, like, it, it's always the face of a cat. Oh. But That's um, weird. it's blue. I, I, I have an orange bottle. It uh, comes in yellow, green, whatever. So. Cool. Anyway, and it's actually a, a, a good tasting Riesling. Okay. It's not too sweet. All right. And that's what you're drinking during the episode, or you're just going to do your... I'm just doing an adult beverage. Adult beverage That's what I'm drinking okay. right now, too. Okay. <laughs> I am drinking Fruit Punch. Again. Minute Maid. <laughs> from the bottle. Uh-huh. Well, the two-liter bottle from the, in a glass. <laughs> All right. So let's get started, because, yes, we are late, as Sister Jay mentioned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things happen. That's right. We so, got jobs. Everybody got jobs, yeah, Sister well, Jay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> we got jobs, plural. True. Anyway, so. All right. Uh, we start the episode out with Enid. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like when they do these little mini flashbacks. Her backstory was interesting. Yeah, and they did mm-hmm. this with, um, what's his name? Damn, Ooh. I never forgot his name. Bob. Yeah. Where they did a quick little intro. Mm-hmm flashback which really that two minutes really gives you information but anyway hers so was interesting though it was so we see enid um in the car well she, and she's, she's talking, the lookout yeah she's talking to her parents who are obviously trying to fix something with the car they're and, trying to get it started and she's telling them uh we need to go because across the way there's some walkers coming here they come ma i hear mama saying just a minute we're almost done Mm-hmm. And then right round the corner, like right there near where the car was, some more walkers come and you hear Enid say, dad, they're coming. And then it flashes mm-hmm. to her locked in the car, crying, looking at a walker eating up her parents, which was <laughs> nasty. That was nasty, but that was a good scene. That though. was a good scene. The way Wasn't they did good? it, they just like quickly mm-hmm. flashed over. Yep. And I'm thinking now. Poor look, thing poor thing that mm-hmm. she had jacked up parents who wouldn't listen and get in the damn car yeah they should have just got in the car and locked the door lock the door and them things would have been beaten on it but you know that's yeah. all you can do if yeah. you're stuck you stuck yeah okay you just stuck yeah until a noise happens and then exactly. they move on but anyway so then we see enid walking she's all dirty and half bloody and she hears snarling, so she's looking kind of scared. So the next thing we see, she's hiding, which is I thought was interesting. She's sitting on the ground, but she's hiding with this sign up on her back, basically shielding her view from the walkers, which I thought was really neat because I you thought know, it was a hollowed out tree trunk. No, that was her and Carl. No, no, no. Uh, I don't mean that thing, but no, it was a sign. Okay, she had a big old sign, like a wooden, you know street sign or something Mm -hmm. that she was hiding behind and um as she's sitting there i guess them walkers unless they see you they can't go after you huh no how they gonna know you're there they don't got supersonic smell (laughs) they like dogs or animals (laughs) okay okay but no but she was hiding so they couldn't see her yeah she was pretty safe for the minute and then um 
she's kind of crying and she notices a stick near her. So she kind of clears away some leaves and shit and she scratches out JSS mm-hmm. in the ground. Um, so then we see her in another scene walking and there's this turtle walking across the path. And I was like, <laughs> so funny. Oh, Here come a little turtle walking across the road. Turtle. I knew your ass is going to be count. <laughs> Cause she was hungry. She obviously <gasps> kills it and eats it raw. Mm-hmm. Now that scene was nasty. <laughs> it was good, but it, it was, was nasty. good. That was a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, she's, so, she's, hey, I'd kill the turtle too and eat it. That tells you her ass was hungry. Because mm-hmm, that's meat. So then, and that's a little bit of meat too. You got to dig that shit out. Hey, but you know what? A turtle meaty down in there. I don't know. Well, I don't eat turtle. You, you, oh, yeah. You never had turtle soup? Hell no. I've had turtle soup. I ain't soup. eating no turtle. It's good. There's no too. need for me to eat no turtle. Turtle soup's good. Unless I'm in the zombie apocalypse and I might just, I might. Turtle stew good too. <laughs> so anyway, so she takes one of the bones probably from his neck and she th- writes out JSS in I, the bones. I think it's his little feet. I don't know, but there's several little bitty bones that she uses to spell out JSS. Mm-hmm. So then she's walking and walking and she suddenly hears laughter, laughter, people talking and you can see she's near Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So she starts to walk away and then she turns around and you notice her scratching something into her hand. Mm-hmm. And of course she's scratching out JSS. Now that shows you how dirty she was. Yeah. Her ass has been out there. Damn. Now, and so then I she walks admit. into the gates okay. looking all bamboozled and, and, you know, not bamboozled, but like scared, scared. Well, she's just looking like hollow. Like she's not even a person. Now for me, by the time that little chick, no, she got to be the little chick. By the time that little chickadee scratched JSS on her arm, on the back of her uh, hand. Yeah. I was too thrilled with the JSS shit. <laughs> uh, you know, that was three damn times. Come on now. Uh, because we needed, to, we needed to understand that that was going to mean some shit oh, later. Oh, well, we could so kind of anyway, tell that. I mean, that's like beating somebody over the head. That didn't bother me. I, thought I just it was wanted annoying. to know what it stood for. I was trying to come up with all kind of shit. Anywho, so she ends up going into Alexandria. The gate opens and she walks in looking, you know, starstruck. All right, you said that already. And so, anywho. That's the credit, you know, then we get the credits, we come back and we see Carol in the pantry area with Olivia, Mrs. Niedermeyer, Shelly, and, um, Aaron, I think is the other lady's name with the curly hair. Yep. Um, and she is grabbing some cream of celery soup, which mm-hmm. is nasty as shit. Well, but you use it, like she said, you use it for seasoning stuff. Ugh. You don't just like eat it. I have an aversion to celery in my stuff. Oh, I love celery. Anyway, um, so she tells the ladies, well, one of the ladies says, ooh, you're going to use that. That's That's got to be old. She's mm-hmm. like, well, look, I'm trying to use up stuff people aren't trying to get, you know, in the pantry. And she tells a story about how she used to clean out the pantry for Ed and make just whatever. She called it clean up casserole. Clean up casserole. Because she'd take whatever's in it. Now, my mother called it casserole that's all she, <laughs> that's what she called it she go in there i'm telling you she take everything almost in the fridge including cow tongue because oh, you know we ate gosh. cow tongue when i was a kid that should be good <laughs> why it's not even necessary because both my that pa- shit must have been cheap 
Both my parents came from a farm, so mm-hmm. they was used to eating that shit. So no. that's how they raised us. Oh, did you know it was cow tongue? Yeah. Mm. It was good. Mm-mm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No wonder your ass is crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't ate nothing good till you had a cold cow tongue sandwich. What the fuck? <laughs> chitlins on the side are you fucking kidding <laughs> then you're gonna add chitlins into the mix oh my mom fixed chitlins all the time mm-hmm. it wasn't just a holiday meal oh hell no oh hell no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you saw that movie soul food yeah but that was for holidays they was that eating was like that every other weekend day. well you we didn't cook no damn chitlins except for the holiday you didn't cook them every single week my mother cooked show. them at least once a month Mm-mm. yeah Ooh, I would have had and a they hard... was fresh. Wasn't no frozen shit. I would have had a hard time in that house. Oh no, we ate good. Ooh, I would have had a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. So anyway, anyway, she's grabbing cream of <laughs> celery and she tells that story. And <clears throat> then one of the ladies, and I think this was um, Aaron, mm-hmm. tell, says, oh, I just want to thank you so much for your cola can ham recipe. It was awesome. You are a hero. That sounds kind of good though, don't it? They do that. Yeah, you Dr. Pepper ham. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> you know? With the glaze. Mm-hmm. That's the glaze. Mm-hmm. So, um, she kind of smiles. And then we get Yeah, to... she, she's she's being that Susie homemaker person. Yeah. Which is cracking me up, though. They just chit-chatting. Cracking so, me up. Yeah, just talking about recipes and shit. And then Niedermeyer says, well, see, uh, oh, and Carol goes and, and grabs a box of noodles. And, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Niedermeyer says, uh, wouldn't eat those if I was you. That one's old. And she says, and Carol says, you know. No, no. And then, oh, go ahead. Miss Niedermeyer complains <clears throat> about, see, if I had a pasta machine, then I could make us meals. So, so we're eating like it in Tuscany every week. And I'm thinking, yeah. Lord, have mercy, please. And That's you know they probably heard it a thousand times. Oh, hell yeah. Because they kind of, <clears throat> ro- the other ones kind of rolled their eyes. Yep. And Carol looked at her and gave that sweet little fake smile she gives. And she says, you know, I could teach you how to make noodles from scratch. Pasta from hand. Uh, uh, pa- a pasta, you know, by hand. But you'd have to quit that smoking first. You'd have to promise not to smoke in the house. This smoke is a nasty house. habit. Mm-hmm. I was <clears throat> crapping up. Boop. <laughs> and then as Shelly or Niedermeyer lady was looking at her, she's like, because I think there's enough things out there trying to kill us as it is. Don't you? Don't you? <laughs> I know. Oh, it was so good. And the other ladies, the other ladies agreed. Was cracking. They shook their little heads. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. You know. No, they were laughing because there, somebody finally talked back to her. Uh-huh. Obviously, like, look, chick, we tired of hearing about this fucking pasta machine. And not only that, but, uh, yeah, don't be smoking <clears throat> in your house. <laughs> She's First probably of all, one how of them. She find cigarettes. Well, but she's probably one of them kind of women that she's always saying. Probably, oh yeah, we gonna have the we gonna have the brunch at my house, or we gonna have this at my house. So they probably all have to go to her house with the smoke. Yeah. Oh hell no. And 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 smelling that smoke and Wouldn't shit. Wouldn't be able to. And boy, that's probably why Carol. That's the only thing. A thing I could think of why Carol would say that. Because otherwise, why would you care if she's smoking her house? But see, Carol. No, don't like Carol that smoke. was saying she wouldn't smoke 
Oh, well, I took it like Carol saying, while I'm there teaching your ass. That, well, that's what she meant. Don't be smoking. That's or what she if said. you come to my house, you ain't smoking up in my I house. I took it like she was telling her, look, if you want me to teach you, you can't be smoking up in the house. Because let's face it, even if you are not there when a person is smoking in the house, as yep. soon as you pass through the doorway, oh, yeah, you, you can it. smell that shit. I know, it's nasty. Ooh, I got a rental car once. And I had to tell them, oh, no, you have to get me another car. I had to turn it in. Yeah, because I sat in in the the driver's seat and I said, oh, no, somebody smokes up in here. And then they have the nerve to tell you, nuh-uh, we have another fucking policy. (laughs) Nuh-uh. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Well, get me another car. Well, don't you smell this shit? Because obviously (laughs) the people were smoking up in here. Mm -hmm. I had that happen in a hotel. I had uh, to go out of town for work. Mm -hmm. Try to put me in this fucking room with all this smoke. Oh, hell no. And I said, "Uh, this is smoky. I need a new room. (laughs) I can't be staying up in no smoky room for four days. Mm -mm. No. They did. Looking at me funny, I said, you can look funny but I mean, all you want to. You know what? What they going to do? <clears throat> they can smell it, too. Well, they yeah. act like they don't smell it. Exactly. But anyway. Anywho. All right. So, enough about dishing people <laughs> who smoke. <laughs> dissing, I mean. Uh, anyway, so, they all kind of snicker at her, and Carol goes on. So, Carol, you know, then we see Sam sitting on her porch. And so, she gets home. She's like, look, your dad used to be in on you and your mama. And then he got his ass killed. Live with it or eat you up. And, uh, first of all, go didn't, home. Didn't you think she was awful salty toward him? Thank yes. I mean, I didn't I didn't quite get the attitude. I guess she just doesn't want him following her around. Well, I think it's too, well, in my opinion it's two things. She don't want to be getting to attached to no other kids. Exactly. That's what and I think. And the other too. thing is she didn't like Pete. Because yeah. he beat up on the mama. Yeah. And she's getting flat. You know, she didn't like her husband doing that shit right. either. So I think it's those two things. But yeah, it, I, she was a little bit rough with it. I thought it was because she didn't want to get close to him because of Sophia and how she lost Sophia. Yeah. And the girls. Yeah. And yeah. And Lizzie and Micah. Mika, whatever. Mika, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Mika. Anyway. Mika. So anyway, so. But he looked pitiful, though. I know. He looked crushed. Bless his little heart. And she just sashayed on in the house. She showed in. Mm-hmm. So then we cut over, and we'll do this quickly. Mm-hmm. Tell Jesse oh, that. Oh, trick hoe. Here we no, go. No, she's not a trick hoe yet. She's going to be a trick hoe. She ain't one yet, So mm-hmm. we, but I don't like her. But we ain't going <laughs> to label her yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyhow, Jesse got her little... Uh, she got to wear out. out. Wait, this is what got me. Didn't just sitting there and going to yell. Ron, 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 <laughs> come on down here. Well, that's what parents do. Couldn't you just walk up, you know, if you already had your shit together. It wasn't like he was planning to have his haircut. No, she sprung this shit up on him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this isn't the regular scheduled time to yeah. get your haircut. <laughs> but she got all her shit out. So he finally gets down the stairs. Yeah, you would think she would at least just stepped stepped to the bottom of the steps. Or you would have thought. And yelled up. She would have said. Hey, Ron, come here. The night before. or I guess this is the day, night before it was when his daddy died. Whatever. <sighs> say, hey, look, we're going to do haircuts today. I don't know. I just thought it was odd. And so did Ron. Because well, he said. As soon as he walked in there, he goes, uh-uh. No, I ain't doing this today. And he said, I'm not doing it today. And she's like, you need to get your hair. I just cut mine. I got everything out. 
and I'd be like, put the shit up. Plus, <laughs> that boy is old enough to, do to tell you hair. whether he wants his hair cut or not. Exactly. And he ain't want his hair cut. Exactly. So you can't force this Well, big we ass- know the whole scene was the whole purpose of that yep. non-scene was you. to set up for when she really needed some fucking scissors. You know? Oh, well, yeah. I know, because other, she had everything laid out in the row. For her to conversate with him because exactly. he wasn't talking to her. Exactly. And I loved it when he said, I like to act. I actually like Ron in this episode. He said, no, this is bullshit. I didn't. He's a smarmy little kid. No, well, listen, he's just like Sam, like Carol told Sam and nobody told him yet, except Jesse trying to do it now, which I thought was inappropriate. Anyway, <laughs> so he says, this is bullshit. And I said, yes, it is, motherfucker. It's bullshit. <laughs> this chick trying to get you to cut your hair off of bullshit anyway so he could talk. he said oh you just want to talk yeah she's like well we need to talk you need you haven't we haven't talked yet you need to deal with what's happened mm-hmm. and he's like oh no no we don't mm-hmm. we already know what's happened mm-hmm. rick is crazy mm-hmm. then this woman has effing nerve to say he's my friend yes what what the, the fuck what what kind of Stupid Bullshit dialogue is, is this. this. Thank you. So, like I oh, said, said, oh, you like him? Is he your friend? And that's what you said. He's my friend. Yes, he is my. Well, this just like I was irritated the last podcast when y'all, you and Shalita, hey, Shalita, saying, <laughs> you were saying, or was it you? I don't remember who, which one of y'all, but uh, y'all were saying, uh, I think uh, she has told Rick to step back. And she's done with him. No, 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 no. no. Nobody said that shit. What yes, we said yes, was at the time she told him, you can't be talking to my son and don't be putting your hands on my son. And I could take care of my son. I mean, at that very moment, she pushed him away. Thank period. you. That's but what that I said. that was just the moment. That's what I said. The mo- I said, I don't believe that shit. Mm-hmm. She's going to be right up underneath his of course, ass, of sniffing she, around. She, she, of course she is. Anyway, talk about he's my friend he's like really rick is crazy she's like oh oh well hey ron why don't you lift your hands up over your head oh wait you can't because of your daddy <laughs> and, and i, I was thought like, that was some shit damn jesse that was cold blooded cold blooded shit that's some cold blooded shit now the bitch wants to get up yes. in shit and talk shit on the bed yes. pete yeah when she didn't do shit and wait but let him her, her sons. Right. And this is, we got confirmation in this Shit. episode that she, that he was beating the two boys. Yeah. We knew that. Sam already told Carol. <sighs> Gosh. But this, that bothered me. Now, look. Yes, Ron has been annoying in a couple of instances. Still not as annoying as Carl was season one. No, that's um, true. <clears throat> but considering the fact that they've been stuck up in Alexandria this whole apocalypse. And he don't know shit. He don't, they don't know nothing. And ain't mm-hmm. none of the motherfuckers know how to really fight. Right. So I, I don't mind the, the situations well, that he's, he's gotten just, in. He's but just a typical smarmy like teenager. He's not smarmy. Well, he is And me. he's not angsty. He's upset because he was getting his ass beat on the regular. And then, even though he was getting his ass beat, that was his dad. That's his daddy. Okay. And then and they then was going to go. And then he's got a jacked woods. up ass mama who's talking about, oh, lift your hands up over your fucking head. That was cold. That I'm was sorry. not even called for. That was cold blooded. She didn't even well, you know what? She didn't even say, hey, Ron, I know this is upsetting because even though he beat our fucking asses, mm-hmm. he was your daddy and I get it. When she said that, I thought, what? 
Yes, she did. And I mean, yeah, that to me was off. That was well cold. awful. That was cold. And I said, oh, you know what? Let her get bit up now. Oh, we don't. She gonna be there for the whole fucking season. <sighs> anyway, so I was I was salty at the by the time that stupid shit went off. I was salty, ready to <laughs> slam out the fucking house. But he, all he did was turn around and go. Yeah, thank you, Ron. <laughs> I would have left too, and she wasn't even my mama. Shit. So anyhow, then we get on to Maggie and Deanna, and Maggie's got some shovels, and she's like, "Look, we still need to build up the walls that aren't built up, but we can still expand." I found these seeds mm-hmm. in you know wherever warehouse that feed store. They, they have there's like cases of them, and we can start planting because you know that's what her and Herschel and all of them used to do. Oh yeah, is plant shit, which well, is smart. And she came from the farm. Yeah, and I it's mean, very smart because you're yeah. gonna have to cultivate your own food. So that lets us know too. These motherfuckers haven't been cultivating their own food. So where they been? been How they food? been eating? Well, they got a bunch of canned goods and stuff. I we guess know that. Just been going out exploring and, and foraging, foraging and, stuff. and shit. But and that's what them people do, like going on a run, looking yeah. for other people. But they're still foraging and getting shit. So you know, this whole time I thought they had been planting stuff, nope. gardens and shit. Because even at the prison, they had a garden. Well, that's because Herschel and Rick was there. Well, true. They didn't have no garden before. Well, no. But what I'm saying is, you know, they planted and stuff. So yeah, you would think that. Yeah, that's so a that good made, point. You would think that the people in Alexandria, though, <clears throat> since they've been there from the very beginning. That made sense to me for Maggie to be the one oh, to yeah. tell her that. And then yeah. she says, um, we need to, you know, plan out the expansion. We need to plant this stuff. And she tells Deanna that we that she needs to show everybody that she's still there. Yeah. Because she's, you know, grieving for Reggie, yes, but she needs to quit being and I mean, she just blank looks- slate. She just looks vacant, don't she? Out of it, yeah. I mean, she just even looks vacant, and all she did lost was just her son and now yeah. her husband, and she don't know how to deal. And, and she then, ain't lost nobody yet. And then, well, then she got that that wimpy Spencer left, but that's all. That's it. So um, then we see Eugene and Tara, and they run. They're going into the infirmary area, and um, he's arguing with her about them using the biggest building. In the expansion for a church. Mm-hmm. He's like, we could build a lab. We could do some research. Why are we going to use it for a church? We could have a rec center, anything. <laughs> and then he says, it hams my biscuits. How are we going to have <laughs> the biggest building in the expansion be a church? Mm-hmm. And she's like, look, pe- pe- we can do both. We could just have a multi-purpose place. Mm-hmm. And off to the side, we got this new doctor, Denise. This is Denise. And she is... Mm-hmm. the now a new doctor since Pete's gone. She's a psychiatrist with a crazy ass uh, phobia. That's what she is. Right. She's a psychiatrist with a crazy ass phobia. She wanted to be a surgeon, but she started having panic attacks. So she had to switch to psychiatry, which most of psychiatrists are. Kind and of she crazy couldn't. And I liked how they put in. Yeah. And while Pete was here, I couldn't really come in here. He wouldn't let me in here. Exactly. So because uh, she's a psychiatrist. She'd probably psych his motherfucking ass out. Well, he was just no. You better mean. believe everybody else knew he was beating their asses. They all knew. That's yeah, they the, all knew. Yeah, that ain't the point. The point Did is, nothing. he wouldn't let nobody. Else, he wouldn't let her in there. Exactly. She's like, she's well, a now, woman. Now that he's gone, well, here I am. So basically, Tara's been having headaches, and so she got on my nerves. I'm sorry though. Who the doctor? Denise. Yeah, she got on my nerves. Oh, I didn't mind her. Mm. 
Um, and then we see Carl walking baby Judith, which was so Oh, cute. that was so adorable. That little baby she's they cute. are using is just the cutest little thing. I think thing. she's one of the cutest ones they've had. Oh, yeah. She is the cute and little baby. And she's just, baby. like, munching on something, looking yeah. around. And just cooing. She's and- calm, you know, uh-huh. just chilling. Oh, she's a cute little baby. And so um, he's walking and he sees Ron and Enid over to the side talking. And Ron's then Enid obviously upset. Hugs Ron and yeah. he's looking. After Father Gabriel comes up. So then yeah. Father motherfucking Gabriel comes up <laughs> and says, Carl. And I love how Carl turned uh, around. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When I saw that scene, I said to the TV, <laughs> I'd be like, "What, motherfucker? What you?" Want? And Gabriel said, "Oh, I guess that uh, everybody yeah. else told told you what I said." <laughs> and I'm thinking, and wait a minute, Carl just stood there because I'm thinking, yeah, he's probably thinking, "Well, of course, motherfucker, of course they told me." Yeah, shit, shit. We ain't got no secrets here. Oh, oh that Lord. was funny. And the oh. second funniest part was when he said that. <laughs> oh, so I guess you heard what I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And then he said, "Well, uh, 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 I didn't right. mean I didn't mean you guys. It was it wasn't about you. Well, it was he about says, me. I know now that I was talking about myself, not mm-hmm. about you guys. Yeah, but and you I told like, on their asses. Yeah, and I like what Carl says. Well, maybe you need to tell everybody that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he says." Okay, come by around three o'clock. We'll start with num. What do you say, num We'll start with the machete. Oh, the machete. Remember that fucking machete that he dropped? Whatever. I don't remember that Damn. shit because I block his shit ooh, out. Oh yeah, he ooh. Mm. So that's and, a show. And I'm how sure that's why Carl said forgiving. we'll start with the machete. Because don't you remember that's the weapon that they gave his ass in the church when they was all trying getting their yeah, uh, oh, yeah, weapons yeah. and shit. Hmm. But anyway, so I I liked it because that shows Carl. Well, salty, but he is also forgiving and yes, he'll, he you know, is. give people a chance, another he chance. Yes. So he goes to leave and then he, he, um, he does look over and that's when Enid and Ron are hugging. Well, Enid's hugging Ron. Well, Ron's crying basically. Right. But she's hugging him and then Carl just standing there looking at him and then she is looking over at Carl and I'm thinking. Yeah. <sighs> so then the next scene Spare we me. get is. Carol putting her casserole in the oven and setting the timer for, for 45, 45 minutes. minutes. And right where her timer is, we see baby Judith sleeping on the baby monitor, mm-hmm. which was cute. That was cute. <clears throat> so then she looks out the window and she sees Shelly smoking outside her house. And as she's watching her, she's just like, shit, this chick's smoking again. I know. You can tell that that, yeah, that was, she was the look annoying. on her face. Yeah. yeah. Like, like she was she's so annoyed. Smoking. And Man. as she watches, oh, oh my, my God. goodness, all of a sudden, Shelly looks over this big motherfucking man, big dude, runs up to her and slices her with the machete, with the machete. And when she falls to the ground, he starts whacking her hacking, in the head, hacking her head. You see Carol like, what the fuck? And her to run. And then oh, it goes, she was quick. Yeah. And then it goes to commercial and you're like, what? 
what the but, fuck? But Carol's reaction was really quick, quick though. Because I probably would have been standing there another two minutes with my mouth hanging open. Yeah, no. I was sitting there watching this shit throughout the commercial break with my mouth hanging open. I like, know. What did I just see? So, what happened? So she is running. So she's running. Carl run, and you hear screaming, of course. Yeah, you can hear screaming. Well, before we get to that, you see Maggie and Deanna, they're digging, you know, for the uh, planting and shit. They hear screaming. Mm-hmm. And then they, um, Deanna yells up to the dude, Richard, that's on the watchtower saying, hey, Richard, what do you, what's going on? And before he can even answer, someone's throwing Molotov cocktails at his ass. And he burns and up he and burns up and falls over. On the ground. So Maggie's like, uh, and that we fence got was to burning go. too. Well, yeah, part of the fence where mm-hmm. it smashed against it. So Maggie's like, let's come on. We got to go. Um, and then we get back to Carol. Carl's running down the stairs saying, I seen, I looked, I seen from upstairs. People are coming from every which away. Um, he starts to run down the stairs. She says, no, 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 you stay here and you make sure Judith is safe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Carl, stay your ass in the house for once. Mm-hmm. So then Carol runs he did. out. He did. Hey, he had his AK forty seven already. Go ahead, little Go Carl. Go ahead, little man. <laughs> I love Carl though. And then they flash over to Sam, telling, begging Jesse not to go out there. And she's like, "Look, I gotta go find Ron." Your brother. Mm-hmm. They hear glass. She's like, "Go up in your closet, lock it like I told you," which is good that she had that lock mm-hmm. from Pete. So they hear glass breaking downstairs. So they sneak their asses back up to the closet and get in there. And, and at least, the door. at least she had a gun. She did it have a gun. No good later, but at <clears throat> least she was ready to use it though. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't fault her for trying to run out to find Ron because you know she's got two. That's kids. her son. Yeah. yeah, she's got two kids. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then they show. These oh motherfucking wolves. Oh my God. They are killing people. They left are hacking. And fucking hacking right. people up. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're not even trying to take anybody alive. No. They, and, but wait, They're just this hacking is, people. This is the, the confusing part about it, though. They were hacking up some people, but they were taking other people, like in, in a, a rope. The, I noticed one of them ca- leading somebody with some rope. The man. Some of the men. Oh, yeah, it was men. Yeah. And that's why later, when she's pretending to lead Morgan, yeah. that's when about to, ooh, you got a good, good catch. Because he's big, strong. Now, Dude. I didn't get why they were, I don't know. And they, they were. They because were later a- on. Well, wait, you, wait. Because later we see other women no, wolves. No, no. Later on, they tell one of those wolves say, we didn't choose this. When Morgan's telling them. Well, yes, them, but that doesn't explain why they were killing up all the women and leading a few, and well, basically all the men too, and just leading a few people off. So They didn't like know. the way they looked. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently. Because they did have some women wolves we see later. So it's exactly. not like they were just killing all the women. Anyway, I was, it was it was it, freaky. It was freaky to, to see people just running and stabbing and, and stabbing them and, and hacking them. And they, they, they would kill. They would kill one and then just keep hacking. Yeah. One. They were trying to take off their heads, their arms, and their legs and shit too. It was awful. It was, it was terrible. Nasty. It was awful. But Carol went into stealth mode, honey. 
Carol is ducking and dodging through bushes and shit. She's she, got a gun. She thankfully. was like a commando. She's got a gun. So she rounds this corner and she hears somebody whimpering. It's Aaron. And she's saying, no, 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 please, please, no. So these people are begging these fucking wolves. Mm-hmm. They don't care. This wolf slices her in the in the gut. Carol, thankfully, jumps him and stabs his ass up and kills him. Stabs him. But then in she, hate. Right. And then she catches or gets up Aaron. And Aaron, of course, is holding her mouth because she's crying and shit because she's mm-hmm. sliced. Because, I mean, you can't help but cry when you yeah. get sliced. So but she wasn't. She wasn't yelling and screaming like that fucking, fucking Carter, though. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was whimpering and shit, but right. she was still trying to keep her quiet by mm-hmm. putting her hand over her mouth. And then you know she noticed her stomach's like, you know what? And she just got her in the head because she was not going to survive that. No, she was not. She was not going to survive it. And then she kind of held her there for a minute. You could see her shooken up. Carol was shooken up. Yeah. Um. So she lays her down on the ground, and I was like, oh. So, um, I know. then we hear, we go back to Carl. He hears some rustling and shit at the door. And I'm like, oh shit. Somebody trying to get in. Somebody trying to get in. So he rounds the corner with his gun and it's Enid mm-hmm. with the big ass stack of keys. And I thought that was smart. He said, what you doing without them keys? She said, well, I didn't want them to get them. I don't want them to have them. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that was pretty we smart. We found out on the talking dead why she's got all those keys. Mm-hmm. She always wants an escape. Route. Exactly. So anyway, she said, I don't want them to have, so she laid the keys down on the counter and she says, yeah. And I came to tell you goodbye. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh no, uh, you guard the back door. We're keeping you to no, stay. No, no. no, that ain't the way you said it. I love this scene. I love Cause he too. said, oh no, you're not going nowhere. Yeah. You're going to stay here and help me guard Judith. Yes. And she just said, okay. And he said, sit down, <laughs> sit down. I like that too. Oh yeah, he, he was like a like, man, like Rick. Girl. He was, you know what? I, uh, I like that scene because what I said to myself was, "Oh yeah, he look, he just like his daddy." daddy. <laughs> and then wait, he further said, "All these bitches gonna die today. All these bitches they gonna come die up in today. Here. That's they right. all gonna die." Mm-hmm. And, and then, then she, she says. They're all just people. They're just people. Yeah, they're just people. And then she says, this place is too big. There's too many blind spots. Well. That's how come, that's how we, and then Carl cut her off. I'm thinking, what's she talking about we? Yeah, I don't know Who about the fuck that. is we? Mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced that she's a wolf, though. I, hey. I'm not. She, uh, she meant we for a something. Well. So there must be something else out there, too, then. I don't know. But that but really got me. I thought, who the hell she mean we? I don't know, but ain't no me. I like that I... scene with but Carl yeah. telling her, "No, sit your ass down." He said, oh, you we yeah. help and protect. He said, Judith. "You're not going nowhere." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we get to Spencer in the tower, and he's looking through his scope, and he tries to. Well, shoot. doesn't Carol pass Morgan by now? Morgan not runs yet. up in there. Not yet. Okay. So Spencer, no, because That's Morgan right. don't come up till after the truck. That's right. So Spencer's looking through his scope and he sees some wolf trying to kill someone. So he tries to kill the wolf. He All missed, I got to say is. He's a bad fucking shot. If Sasha was up in Thank that you. tower, it'd be a whole different outcome. Thank you. Whole different whole outcome. Different. So then that's the point. Yeah. That's why they did it when they did it. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> he misses. He's like, oh, come on. I'm thinking, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so 
he Ooh, goes and he starts looking around at other people and before he can try to shoot which he probably would have missed again this other wolf stabs a woman mm-hmm. with a gun so she was one of the alexandrians mm-hmm. and then you see him get shot and then as soon as you see him get shot and fall here comes rosita rosarita aaron yep and they grab the woman who's gotten shot mm-hmm. well right about that point you yeah. hear come here come an 18th wheeler big ass 18 it's an 18th wheeler, wheeler. So Spencer starts shooting. Now that's the one fucking thing he did right. Yeah. However. However. Shit. He kills whoever's on the inside and they crash up into the tower and the gate and fall on the horn. And that's what makes that's the horn, that horn Now I have to acknowledge, I don't remember who y'all were. Two of y'all said this in the last podcast. They did. And we all went. No, that's it. Ain't nobody leaning over no horn. That don't make sense. So whoever y'all, whoever said that, y'all was right. Y'all was right. We gotta eat our words. We gotta eat our words. Because you was correct. Y'all was really right. I was never would have thought that was possible. I, but when it happened, I was like, damn. It was, it was totally believable, It though. was, though. Totally believable. Mm-hmm. And even when the truck was coming down the street or that road and he was shooting at it, I just didn't think about I, the horn. I, I didn't put it together yeah, me yet. Neither. Until, me neither. Until that horn sounded, I thought, oh, shit, shit, see it. But wait, I love how they did the scene. Yeah. Because when the horn hit... Or when the guy hit mm-hmm. and the horn sounded, they faded it to black and the horn was still stand, uh, ringing Blaring. until they went to the commercial, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. It just brought it home like, yeah, this is what That's everybody it. was hearing That's last it. episode. Mm-hmm. So I like that. So when they came back, then Aaron um, uh, Spencer's trying to get out the door he is stuck. from the tower, but, but it's wedged up in there. It's wedged. So he's got to climb up, out, and out. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and everything. And he opens up the truck door and he sees that that thing is a walker now. Already. Already. Mm-hmm. And it's snarling and shit. And he's standing there with his little knife ready. But you know how punks are. Punk. He can't really bring himself to get close to enough it. in there to stab that but motherfucker you know what? in the head. Look. Oh, I would have stabbed that thing. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. I might have been the same way. Nah. That's how I am with bugs. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so then the next thing we know, the passenger side door opens and there's Morgan. And he kills And he takes that stick. staff with his, it's a staff. Okay, whatever. Not a stick. Sister Jay, just keep going. He kills it with we his staff. It. And then he, and, and then he uh, drags him from that <laughs> horn. So at least the, the horn stops. Right. Yeah. Because he knows what's going on out there. Uh-huh. And he says, okay. what? No, he says, what happened? Mm-hmm. And so Spencer says, I don't know who they are, but there's a lot of them and they're killing up people. Mm-hmm. So Morgan says, okay, let's go. He says, we need to get in. Get in there. And Spencer just stand there like a punk. Stares at him. But wait, this is the part. I love it. I loved it because Morgan, but I did like this, even though people are complaining about Morgan. I, I like, like this it. because Morgan just looked at him and goes, hide. <laughs> like, and he kind of nods his head like, okay, I get it. Hide. hide. And and then he ran and then on. He, he went on. I like that. But yeah, I mean, cause that's Morgan. Yeah. He didn't judge. He didn't. Now look, if anyone should have had judgy eyes today it was Spencer, but he didn't even put his judgy eyes on him. No. He's too busy to put him on Rick. 
Yeah, well. Well. He had some for Carol, too. Oh, yeah, and he put him on Carol, mm-hmm. too, which didn't... He's okay. put him on the wrong fucking people. Anyway. But I did like how he did it. He just looked at him like, hi, okay, you I, ain't the yeah. one. Let's but, go. But I don't know why people are, are complaining about Morgan, because you because that's who Morgan is for right now. That is who he is. He is acting in conformity with his character. He didn't already told Rick. You already got the sense with their conversations of how he is now. Well, we got this from the first, well, let's see the last, the finale from last season. Exactly. He should have killed those dudes then, but he didn't, but he didn't. Of he course. even protected them by putting them in the car. Exactly. So you kind of already got the sense that he's not trying to kill up he's, nobody. He's, he's not trying to kill people. No. He says, you got to change. So anyway, anywho, so he's going through so town. Wait, before he goes through town real quick, we get, to, we go over to the hospital scene and they're bringing in Holly or whoever it was that was stabbed up. Yeah. I and that's where we see hair Aaron up close. So we see he's there. Cause we yeah. talked about, we didn't see him in the first. And episode. you know what? I went back and looked at that. And yes, during the black and white, part of the episode when it was uh, when Carter was doing all that talking uh, yeah. and the whole group Aaron was there too okay yeah because yeah. I did go back and I look and Aaron that. was there you just didn't say nothing yeah so um it was good to see him and his little boyfriend I don't forgot what his name is um, I forget was there and they're trying to get Denise to do something with her and she's, and she's like, like I'm, I not can't. I'm not a surgeon but I kind of like how she said uh Tara says, yeah, but you were going to be a surgeon, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not a surgeon. I was training to be one, but but I didn't finish. She's the closest thing they got to one. So anyway, she, and then uh, Eugene, I thought this was interesting too. When she's him and Ha, and Eugene says, you don't want to be a coward. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot about that. Yeah. So she jumps into action and they're going to try at least to save this lady, which I was like, I like that though with, with Eugene, because even though Eugene did buck up and do what he needed to do to save Tara. Um, but yeah, he's still chicken. He is a big chicken. And he kept talking about, I think I need to stay here. I think I'll do way better here because Rosa, Rosita and Aaron, were going to run back out. And right. Start Rosarita helping, and then, you know, shooting say, up yeah. people mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah. So back to Morgan. So he runs into Alexandria. No. Oh yeah. He runs into Alexandria and there's this big ass motherfucking wolf. Oh, he with an axe, an axe, but it's like a weird shaped axe. It's a big ass axe. And he's chomping, chopping up somebody when Morgan gets there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, he, the wolf looks at Morgan says, you want it slow or you want it, you want it quicker. You want it slow. Mm-hmm. And Morgan tells him, you need to go. <laughs> and he goes, okay, slow. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. I was laughing because I thought, oh, yeah, well, see, he don't know Morgan. <laughs> he don't know Morgan and his stick. So then this wolf goes to lunge at Morgan. And before he can get nowhere, someone runs up behind him and stabs him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who the fuck? And that's what Morgan looked like. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is this? They got a hood on. They've got a mask over their face. They round the they round the camera around. She pulls her mask down. And says, "Hey, Morgan, it's me, mm-hmm. Carol." So she immediately starts bending down to kill the dude, like to put him, you know, hit him in the head. And she starts uh, getting the chain from around the guy. Mm-hmm. This whole time, Morgan's talking about, "I I had it. I could have stopped him." Mm. And she's like, "Okay, look, 
They don't have guns. Because we do. But we do. So we got to get to the armory quick. And he's like, did you hear me? She's like, yeah. But um, we yeah. got to get to the armory. I like that, though. Because they don't have guns. Uh, and she's done peeped out the fact that they would have been using guns if they had bullets. So if they had them. We have the upper hand if we can get to the fucking armory. Mm-hmm. And this fool's talking about, we didn't have to kill him. She's like, of course we did. Yeah. Of course now, we I did. I need to get to the armory and I need your help. So come on. <laughs> she basically did what Carl did to Enid. She did. She did. Yeah. And so the next time we see them two, she got Morgan chained around the hands like she's leading him. Yep. And that's when them other wolves say, ooh, good for you. You you got a big one. Because, you know, she's she's dressed all in black with the little hood tarp thing over her. And she's covered her face. Oh, and when she killed that big ass wolf. She put a W. She put the W in blood on her forehead. On her forehead. That was smart. Smart. That was smart. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, um, before we get more with them, we go back to uh, Deanna and Maggie. And they're running. And they see Spencer. And he's like, Mom, Mom. (laughs) So, they run up to him. And, 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 uh, Mackie's like, look, we, we got to get back in there. And Deanna immediately says, well, I don't have a gun and I'm not a fighter and I don't know how to shoot anyway. So I'm not going to do anybody any good going back in there. Yeah. I'll just have to be rescued. So I think it's best for everyone if I stay out here. Just- the most she said in three days, mm-hmm. but was basically what Spencer didn't say. But what she said was correct. Yeah. What she said was true. She she is no good in that kind of situation. She would have had to have been rescued, which meant that somebody else probably would have been perished right. trying to save her ass. Or someone else would have died. Exactly. So, yeah, it was best for her ass to stay outside. Yep. Yep. And so Maggie just says, okay, keep her safe to Spencer, and she runs on. Mm-hmm. So Spencer puts her up in the truck. Of course, that dead zombie's still there because he ain't pushed Because you know he's not going to touch it. Thank you. This old punk ass. Ooh, and so punk. then Deanna gets in there. She's looking at like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And then she's looking disturbed because she's hearing all the zon- the people getting killed. Anyway, so mm. then um, uh, we see Ron outside, too, because he's still out there. Oh, but hey, a wolf is chasing his ass, Poor chasing Ron. him. He was Damn. trying to hide behind a tree, but that wolf saw his ass. He was chasing his ass down. down. I was saying, run, run, run. <laughs> want that wolf to get him no no here so ron was doing some pretty good running because he probably would have caught me in two what i thought was nick i said oh yeah do that nick run he was hauling oh no he was hauling he He wasn't even doing the nick run i know he was hauling hauling, that dude was hauling after oh that wolf guy was he was fast disturbing this is a disturbing part of it yeah he was quick are running quick they're fucking big Mm -hmm. so anyhow so before he can catch, right when he's about to catch up to Ron. Here come Carl. Here come Carl. Shoot him in the leg. This dude falls hollering. Mm-hmm. Hollering, hollering. Oh, my leg, my leg. Oh. All the while he's trying to creep up on no, Carl. No, he's saying, don't kill me. Don't shoot me. Don't kill me. Don't shoot me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creeping up on Carl. And he grabs that gun. He grabs the gun. And I'm thinking, fuck Carl. Shoot him. Now, hey, but, anybody. But hey, Carl is skillful, though. Yeah. With a gun and he, a knife. He held on to it and he shot hit, him in the head. He shot him. And then Boom. Ron gives Carl the side eye, which I'm like, okay, now, Ronnie, just saved you. Just saved. And he said, so, come on. Come on inside with us. He sees um, 
Enid there and he's like, no, I'm not coming with you. And he runs off. That's when I was two through. <laughs> I said, well, hell, let them get your little punk skinny ass in. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> your little jealousy. Wait a minute. And when I was on Twitter for that episode and I said, yeah, pride go before a bite. Well, you know? Yeah. Look. Shit. His daddy killed his daddy. Oh, but hey, and he, he was going to go in with Carl until Enid stepped out on the porch. And then he looked yeah, at her and looked at Carl being the hero. Now I'm going. Oh, you punk ass. Get bit. Shit. I don't want him to get bit. I want no, his I mama, don't want him to get bit. Though, I want his but, mama to get bit. Oh, that ain't going to happen. So then... um. Enid says, come on, Carl, come back, come back. So he goes back in the house. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then we get back to Jesse's house. And this was a good scene, though. <sighs> this was a good scene. It was, but that's just stupid. Because oh. it's her. Oh, well, but they have anyway, to make her she, out. She and Sam are in the closet and footsteps are in the room. So this person is in Sam's bedroom. And you see the shadow over the, the closet door. Yep. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. So then all of a sudden you hear Ron saying, hey, mom, mom where mom. are you? And he's calling. And the whoever's up there runs. Mm-hmm. So I did like the fact that Jesse immediately jumped up because she's like, shit, they're going to go get Ron. Yeah. So she jumped up and told Sam, lock this damn door. Yeah. Lock and don't it come behind me and don't come out. So she goes downstairs. Well, she's sneaking. She's sneaking. And at least she was trying to be stealth. And finally, because she don't hear nothing, she just starts yelling, Ron, stay outside, stay outside. It's mm-hmm. not safe. Well, then, honey, this woman wolf. Here come the wolf, wolf. And snatches nasty, her up and starts. dirty Dirty, looking. nasty. Mm. Starts tussling with Jesse, And I mean, is knocking her around. Knocking her around. Knocks the gun out of her hand. Of course. And knocks her almost out. Yep. So then the wolf her. goes to grab the gun, which is across the room, mm-hmm. and Jesse gets up and snatches up them shears. Them scissors. Them scissors. And just launches herself at this wolf and starts stabbing her. Stabbing. In, in the neck. She go crazy. She's stabbing her in the neck, chest, everywhere. Yeah, she's just stabbing and screaming and stabbing and screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so by this point, Ron starts coming back in the house looking at his mama. And of course, she's all bang- banged up. She's got blood all over her. She don't even know anybody's in there. She she's don't. just still stabbing. She's, she's just out of it. She's stabbing and yeah. screaming. And finally, she stops and looks down. And then you see her stab the head. The head. And then she it goes stabs to her in the head. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good scene, but I was just like, oh. It was a good scene. If only. Some- and of course, she got blood all over her and everything. Right. right. Now, what annoyed me about this scene is the fact that everybody on Twitter is talking about, ooh, Jesse finally got some gumption. Ooh, Jesse's turned around. No, she's not. Ooh, Jesse is great now. I'm like, what? No, she's not. No. Yeah. I didn't want Sam and the uh, Ron to get killed. Now, she could have, and I'd have been fine with it. But why do you think she's turned around just because she was defending her son? She was, de- she was, she is just like any other woman would do for her kids she yeah. was trying to defend her, her son she knew little sam was locked up in the bedroom yep and then ron was out there somewhere and she was not about to let this woman kill her and then go searching in the house and maybe and kids. maybe get yeah and maybe get little sam yeah so. oh yeah 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 i still don't like her but yeah it was a decent that scene. was a good scene mm, that was whatever. a good scene 
But I was a little annoyed that, well, anyway, that's what I thought. Okay. I was real fucking annoyed that it seems to me that these writers want to promote certain women to be big, bad women. What? Are they trying to replace Michonne or something? Oh, I don't think so. Well, that's what I felt when I was watching it. Oh, I didn't. I did. No. And and I was a little irritated, but it was a good scene, though. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, hell was- yeah. I thought about that through the whole fucking show. Oh, well, anyway. Because um, that's the way it seems to me. <clears throat> well, first of all, Michonne wasn't even there. That's we what already I'm know saying. Michonne's That's bad. what I'm talking about. But none of our people were there except for the people that were out at Alexandria. That's what I'm talking about. <sighs> Whatever, Sister J. Anyhow, yeah, my point completely. I know what you're trying to say, but I don't think it's relevant for this episode. Mm. Okay, so Carol is leading Morgan in chains, and like you said, the other wolves say, "Oh, good catch, Aphid," and they pass, and they just run past him like, "Hey, <laughs> they got somebody. We're keeping on with what we got to do." So they pass this little alleyway area, and they see Father Gabriel getting attacked. Carol says, leave his ass. And I was like, yeah, leave yeah, his ass. leave his ass. But Morgan's like, no, 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 I have to go. So he snatches up his staff from her. He drops the chains and he ran, runs off. Carol pulls out her gun and keeps running. Mm-hmm. And these two other wolves are coming out this house and they go, ooh, where'd you get the gun, Aphid? Pow, pow, Jack. I <laughs> that was it. good. It was good. I mean, she didn't even say nothing. She, she didn't say nothing. Go. She just kept walking in pow, pow. And then these two other wolves were coming out of the other house down these stairs. She tries to shoot one or she does shoot one. Um, she misses the one lady, but she runs towards the armory and the woman runs after her. Mm-hmm. So this woman wolf pushes Carol all up into the guns, which I said, well, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. So Carol turns around and pow, pow gets her in the stomach. Mm-hmm. This man wolf. And when she turns around, of course, she's got one of them AK 47. <laughs> so the man wolf that was chasing after them, he's trying to run out, out. and she, she shoots said, him oh, in the hell. back. Mm-hmm. And he keeps running. Apparently he's wounded somewhere because mm-hmm. he's, mm-hmm. there's blood on the steps. So she hears the woman wolf <laughs> moaning and shit on the ground. So she goes and kills her, finishes mm-hmm. her up. And she hears some banging in the closet. <laughs> now I'm like, look, if you're going to hide in the closet, you can't fucking make no noise. You in can't the closet. make no noise. What you banging around in there for anyway? Oh, Lord, Cause you know, so she opens the closet and it's Olivia mm-hmm. scared. And she's like, Oh, okay. That Olivia. was the pantry part. Yeah. Well, whatever it was, she's like, is there anybody else here? And Olivia says, no, no, there's not. She's like, okay. And she grabs a bag, starts putting guns in it. She's like, you need to barricade yourself in this room. Do you know how to shoot a gun? She's like, no, I don't. I'm thinking, well, shit, what y'all, what y'all been doing? That's why they put her in charge of the armory because she didn't know how to do no guns. Yeah. So Carol's like, gives her a quick lesson. Hold it this way. This is the trigger. (laughs) Kill anything that comes in here. Mm. And then she runs out. And I said, damn. Well, that is what you going to do. That's what Rick meant. Y'all bitches don't know how to do shit. Yeah, what you going to do? I mean, you let the right people in here Mm -hmm. because we going to help you survive. (laughs) Back last season. Anyway. So at this point, Morgan has caught up with father Gabriel. This, brother wolf is i mean the big dude is trying to 
all of them were throat. big. They were all big. Mm-hmm. Trying to slice Father Gabriel's throat. Morgan comes up and, of course, chop karate chops his ass. Um, ended up knocking him out. They're hog tying this fool. And I'm thinking, okay. I know. I'm thinking, why are you tying him up? But Father Gabriel's asking Morgan, where'd you learn how to do that? And he says, a cheesemaker. He's all serious. Mm. And so the wolf wakes up and, and he says, uh, what did he say? He said, um, we're freeing you. We're freeing all of you. Yeah. Because don't you know, people aren't supposed to be here mm. anymore. And they're looking at him. And the next thing you know, pow, there's Carol. <laughs> and I loved it. She just walks up and Smooth Jack shoots that shoots dude that in the head. head. <laughs> and you can see Morgan is startled and he stands up like, fuck. <laughs> I done told her. I got this. I That's what the look on his face I said. It. it was so funny. Oh my god! He was so disgusted. Like shit, here she come again. Oh but wait, what cracked me up is she shot him, and in the next motion, handed the gun to Gabriel, handed another gun to Morgan, she said, here, and here. then runs off because she sees Maggie and is going to hand Maggie another gun. Mm-hmm. I loved it. That was I good. Loved it. That was good. And then Morgan hands his gun to Father Gabriel, and of course, Father Gabriel says, "I'm no good with guns." Duh. Mm-hmm. And Morgan no says, machetes neither. "Thank you." And Morgan says, "Me neither," mm. and walks off. Oh, oh, I don't like what they're they're doing this to Morgan. Of course they are. I'm not so much mad at Mor. Well, I'm not so much mad. Well, I'm not mad at Morgan though. I just don't like that they're making him too much now. The, the, I, the, yeah, look, they're making I him the pacifist. And, would be and okay it don't work. if they said I would prefer not to kill people exactly. but if they're about to kill me i'm gonna kill them well and we know but they're making him not want to kill anyone, anyone even people who are chopping up innocent people exactly that's the part that i don't like that they're doing to him they he's getting the tyrese treatment <sighs> that's what everybody online was saying he's getting the tyrese treatment so then we see Rosita and Aaron sneaking around to get to these wolves and they're just ransacking houses and shit. Oh yeah. They're just ransacking and grabbing shit and killing people. Mm-hmm. So they um, round this corner and there's a couple of wolves on this porch. They kill them up. And I was like, yeah, kill them, kill them. <laughs> oh yeah. Rosarita don't have no problem shooting Thank this you. shit. And Aaron has turned out to be pretty badass too. Yeah. I mean, he ain't no punk. No. Mm-mm. So then we see Carol uh, walking up a, up to this uh, wolf who's killing someone and she just shoots him in the back of the head. Yep. Now on this kill, she looks like she's a little bit bothered because when she saw Morgan at the very beginning, he told her, he you said, don't like this. You don't like this. You don't like doing and she this. She didn't say nothing. Mm-mm. No, she don't like it, but she'll do it. Yeah. I mean, it has to be done. It has to be done. So then we see Morgan, he, he encounters, I think it's five of them, five, think, yeah. five wolves. And, uh, um, he tells them. one of them. Okay. This is the short haired guy at the very beginning when the wolves encountered Morgan out yeah. in the woods. That's the one. And the one that snuck up behind the second him. one behind him. That's the one. That's the one. Yep. So when Morgan comes up on these wolves, he says, Oh, you live here. Yep. That's what he said. That's what that wolf said. Oh, you, you live, live here. here. Uh-huh. And then Morgan tells him, just leave. Yeah, just go. Because my people got guns, guns and, you, and don't. you don't. 
you will get <sighs> killed. They will be here soon and you will die. Yeah. And so the wolf just stands there like he, they're not going to do nothing. And he's like, you need to go. He said, you know, you can choose to do something else. And that's when the wolf said, we didn't choose this. Right. And what do you mean? That's what, that's what I want to know. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, you don't have to go into that town hacking up people. I guess it's either hack or be hacked is what he's trying to say. Or do like they did the poncho guy, make him a walker. You know, the red poncho guy. Yeah, but I think what he's saying is that the, apparently the people they snatch up, that they're taking with them, Mm -hmm. they tell them, you join us or we'll hack your ass. Yeah. And I guess that, and so they're trying to kill other people to keep from getting killed themselves. Yeah, I think you're right. Still, Mm -hmm. it's awful. That is bad. So he does run off with about four or five other ones and then he stops Grabs a gun he that's grabs on the ground, a gun. and then more. And he's standing there looking at Morgan, and Morgan looks like he' going like, "Oh well, shit. Do I need to back my shit up with you or something?" And the guy just runs, and they're like four or five of them run out the gate. But Morgan runs that direction also right, to shut the gate. Yeah, he does shut the gate to shut the gate. Yeah, but I'm thinking, what? Well, damn, you just said my people have guns and you don't. Then you watch this fool pick get up a, a gun. gun. Thank you. I uh, no no. Because he could have turned else. around and shot Morgan right then and there. Exactly. Anyhow, um, uh. so Morgan or no, excuse me, Carol is looking at Shelley, Mrs. Niedermeyer, mm-hmm. dead in the ground, and dead then the sees ground. her pack of cigarettes. So apparently, she takes her cigarettes, and then the next thing we see her sitting on the porch with a cigarette about to smoke one. And she, she's trying to wipe that W off her head uh-huh. and she sees, this, and she breaks down. Well, she sees that a stamp that Sam was stamping everywhere mm-hmm. on the house. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she kind of breaks yep. down, mm-hmm. you know, cause as we know, that means Sam considers her family now. Yep. So she does break down, starts crying. Um, then we see Aaron walking down the street and he's like killing up. The ones that are dying well, are almost dead. He's stabbing them in the head right. to make sure that they don't they're come dead. up. Right. Yeah. And then he does it to this one wolf and notices his bag. That's Aaron's bag. Right. His bag. I know. And he's like, huh? Mm-hmm. And he opens it up and finds his pack of pitches. And then he's yep. looking like, oh, shit. And everybody was talking about, some, or not everybody, some people was talking about online. Well, see, now if Morgan would have killed them too, then they wouldn't have got to Alexandria. Morgan is not the one that brought them to Alexandria. That was Aaron's pitches. Well. that No, that yeah. was Aaron's pitches. And once people got to discussing on Twitter anyway, then people started agreeing because they had pictures. Aaron had pictures not only of Alexandria, but the people in Alexandria. Right. Of the fence, of the outside fence. Of the house. And everything. everything. The houses, houses, the streets. Rick, Carl, yep. and, and, and certain individuals. All those fucking pictures is what yep. brought them to that location. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because Aaron, excuse me, because Morgan just let two of them live. That was a whole bunch of motherfuckers up in there. Well, the two that Morgan helped... He let like four live because there were different. No, no, no. I mean, no, the two he encountered before the two that he encountered in the woods. Right. Were the same two that were there. Right. But what I'm saying is the people he saved or excuse me, the, um, 
when he saved Daryl and uh, Aaron, yeah, you know, he didn't know he had a bag that he was going to be dropping and shit. No. So, yeah. That's but, but what I'm saying is I felt kind of bad for uh, Aaron because in that moment, he recognized yeah. that he bought them there. Right. Because they had all the information that he had been compiling. Yep. To show all people. All of them. To, to show, show people. people when they met people. Exactly. Yeah. So it they was, knew right where to go. Yeah. But, but I mean, I just was really, really surprised that part of the pictures, I could see the houses and we already knew that, that they had a picture of Rick and uh, little Carl and, and stuff. But I had no idea that they, that, that Aaron had taken pictures of the outside of the fence and stuff. They knew right what to do. Well, you and know, how to go in. So anyway, either way, if they would have stumbled across it or whatever, that's true. But Aaron was devastated, though. Right. He was really devastated. He just kind of was numb. So then we see um, the little infirmary. Denise is trying to save <laughs> Holly. I mean, she is pumping on her, but she's dying or well, dead. She's dead. Flatline. Yeah, and that machine is making that little noise. So Denise turns it off or unplugs it. And Tara's trying to tell her, you tried your best. You, mm-hmm. It's all you could do. And Denise is like, y'all just go. Just just make sure everybody everything is safe. Make everybody leave. Um, you know. And Tara is telling her, look, I just want to let you know. Make sure you get the brain. Yep. So they all leave. And we don't see it. But at that point, I was so freaked out by everything else. I'm like, shit, somebody stay there and, and do it for her. Because who knows if she can do it right now. Well, then she'll be chunked. She'll be chunked. Which is fine with be me. Because I don't particularly like that character anyway. Oh, I don't mind her. Mm. So then, uh, Carl, he's looking out the window. See, looking at that dead um, wolf that he killed. And he turns around and starts looking for Enid. Of course, he don't find her. She's gone. Mm-hmm. But he does see a note and it says, just survive somehow. Mm-hmm. That's the JSS. Then the timer rings on Carol's casserole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 45 so, minutes. So we know all that shit happened in 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Fast. Mm, that is quick. Awful. Half mm-hmm. the town, probably most of the town is gone. Well, most of the people that was there. Yeah. Because a lot of them are out on the road. True. Still. So, um... We see Morgan walking down the street and he hears a noise outside of one of the houses. So he goes into the house. This was a good scene. This was really good. It was good. So as he's walking in the house, they're just showing us a narrow piece of the, Uh you know, of what we see. And I'm thinking, Ooh, shit. Then as the camera pans out or widens up, you see (laughs) that one fucking wolf. The one that he, you know that tried to get him mm-hmm. hiding on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. waiting for excuse me oh. waiting for his ass with his big ass sickle knife it was awful thankfully this fool as he's about to strike starts yelling i'm thinking yeah. now who would do that? no 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 a lot of people do that a lot of people do that because so i it, guess to get their energy to be, out uh, not only that but I, I think it's supposed to scare your intended victim you know what I mean? Well, Morgan wasn't scared. No, he wasn't and, scared. And <laughs> got away from it. And they they tumble into the living room they area. They start fighting. But this wolf started getting the better of Morgan for a second. He mm-hmm. knocked him all into the coffee table, was beating him mm-hmm. um, upside the head. Morgan finally gets away from him for a second. And the wolf looks at him and goes, you. 
Or he didn't say you. No, he, goes, he said you couldn't. He says, you couldn't. You can't, can you? You couldn't. And then he said, you, you should have. You should have. Mm-hmm. And I said, Morgan, you motherfucker, you better get your shit to fight in. He did. He did. He got his stick and he started whooping on he his, got his ass. Staff. He knocked that fucker <laughs> into the wall. He tried to rise up on him with a knife. He got him again. And then Morgan looks down at him and the way they had the camera angle was really good. He's standing over him. He's standing over him with his stick staff. And he says, I'm sorry. <laughs> and people were saying, ooh, I hope he killed him this time. Well, yeah, that was the whole fucking point of him yeah, saying, he, I'm sorry. He killed him. He killed that fool. He had to. He killed Shit. him. He had to. Hell yeah. Otherwise, you know, it just would have been <laughs> stupid. And then the, the next time we see Morgan, he's walking down the road, leaving Alexandria. With a little lunch bag or something. He got something in his hand. I want to know what's in there. I don't know what's in the bag. He's got something in this little bag. But he does have his staff. Yeah, he does have his staff. So, Maybe he got a gun up in there. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm -mm. Um, And that's the end of the episode. Oh, but he he does walk. And then Carol's walking the opposite direction. And they pass each other. And they pass each other without really even looking at each other. They don't say a word. No. And then they just keep, and he, and they show him keeping on walking. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, where the hell he going? He leaving. See, that's what I thought. Well, he's either done decided I need to go hunt the rest of these motherfucking wolves myself or. Oh, that's what I think he's going to do. I don't think he's hunting nobody. I think he's going to go after them. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Because I think in that moment when when that wolf was fighting him and that wolf said to him, you can't, you shoulda. Yeah. I think that was the moment he was probably in his mind thinking, damn, <laughs> shit. I'm trying to be out good and shit, and now I see. I'm well, not going to be able so to do that. My theory is this for Morgan. You know, some people are upset with him, like I said, and they're yeah. annoyed with I'm the not, character. I'm, not I'm upset. annoyed a little bit with the writers and making the character do that, but I'm not really a more annoyed with Morgan, except for the fact that, you know, he keeps, they keep having him do all this fucking, I could let them live, they can, they can go away. But right. anyway, I think he doesn't want to go back to crazy town. And he, and I think he's, <laughs> I think his thought is that if he lets himself kill whoever he wants to kill because they're, mm-hmm. you know, people that he's going to end up going back to crazy town and that's what he don't want to do. Now he needs to get a little bit of some, a little bit of self-preservation in him because one of them suckers is going to get a gun at some point and shoot him. I don't, I don't, I don't agree at all. I think like I said, I think he's on his way to hunt those motherfuckers well, that down. that would be nice. That's what I think his intention is. I think that is probably his intention or his intention is to go hook back up with Rick and them. Well, that would be nice too. But I think, uh, I think because otherwise he would have stuck around to see, you know, see who's, who, who survived and yeah. who is left and stuff. No, I think he's going to go hunt them. Well, that's what I think. It was a good episode. Yeah, All I good. know is that I was 
having trouble breathing. <laughs> uh, I mean, all the running. And it was so ducking good. And dodging and, and it shit. Seemed like it, it, to me, it seemed like that whole episode went by in 30 minutes. It did. It was so quick. It was awfully quick. Because it was just jam packed. Awesome, awesome yeah, episode. I, I, loved I it. really liked the episode too. Okay, let's get on to our feedback. Our very first one is from Kim, and this is actually from last week. She sent her feedback in after, or not last week, but the last podcast. Um, she sent it in right <laughs> at the time when we were doing our podcast, so we missed getting it into the podcast. So she says, take a breath, Sister K. I loved it. Two things they jumped over. What a shock. Not Rick and Morgan's reunion. And Tara finding out about Noah's death. Mm-hmm. Put down the comic books, Kirkman. This is TV. Show, don't tell. Exactly. I love the humor, particularly Eugene on gate duty. And Michonne straight up lying to Morgan. You always think there's one more peanut butter left. Mm-hmm. Laughing my ass off at Rick's. No, who else? To Father Gasbag. Mm. One of my favorite things is when they hearken back to earlier episodes in gentle ways, like last season when Glenn knew where the RV battery was. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Rick repeating Morgan's words back to him from the pilot was a great example of that. I saw an interview with Andrew Lincoln and he said something about being annoyed that Norman was late and got the coolest shot of the episode. I'm thinking he underestimated Daryl leading the zombie parade is one of the top shits of the whole show. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Annoyed that Norman was late and got the coolest shot of the episode. Hmm. Um, I guess she means late to set that day or something. Ah, I'm thinking knows? they finally got the cool black character right with Heath. Hmm. Maggie is pregnant. Not a doubt in my mind. Oh Lord, I hope not. She is. Yeah, it's dumb that they didn't find a way to take out the walkers without laying them out. But on the scale of that's so stupid that we have to ex- ex- accept from this show, it's minor. Epstein's mother note, Epstein's mother's note, dear sisters, please excuse Kim's long as email. It's not her fault. She was killing time on gate duty, waiting for Holly to get back in two ticks. What the hell is a tick anyway? Thanks sisters. Baltimore, Kim. (laughs) Thank you, Kim. Kim. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kim did have an email for this week's episode. I kind of figured that. Well, of course that was last week's. So for this week's episode, she says, holy wolves, Batman. I know this was a great episode because I didn't miss Daryl, Rick or Michonne. That is a good point. I did. Oh, you did? I did. Yes, I did. I did. And I was too busy trying to breathe. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to smack Morgan and then Kirkman and Gimple, but he redeemed himself killing that last wolf. I know those (coughs) wolves, excuse me. I know those wolves he let go who stole that gun are going to bite someone in the ass later. Yep. If it's Father Gasbag or Spencer, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody would be. Carl was awesome. Ron is dumb as a brick. Yep. Poor little Sam. I like Jessie as much as I'm ever going to like her. When she and Rick start canoodling, not so much. Ninja Carol disguising herself as a wolf was great. At first, I thought she was picking up those cigarettes for Daryl. When she sat oh, on... Oh, yeah, he oh, that's do a smoke. Good, that's a good point. Does he? Have we yeah okay. he does when she sat on the step and took one out and broke down it was the best moment of the episode no emmy nom for melissa mcbride travesty mm. tiny sort of spoiler people think enid is with the wolves i think she's with the biggest comic villain yet to make an appearance if she's if she was a wolf she'd have a w 
If they'd caught her, they would have killed her. Epstein's mother's note. Dear sisters, please forgive Kim for this long ass feedback. It's not her fault. She was so mesmerized by Shalita's guest appearance that she lost all sense of reasonableness. Mm. Thanks, sisters. Baltimore Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. For that email for both of <laughs> emails. Uh, it wasn't too long. That was not long at all. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Mm-mm. But I didn't think Carol breaking down was the best scene in the in the episode. Not for me. The best scene to for me anyway was Morgan killing that wolf at the end. Yeah, I like that. There was a lot of good when scenes. he said, "I'm sorry." <laughs> there were a lot of good scenes for me. I mean, the one where we first see uh, Shelly get killed when we didn't know what the hell was going on. Carol looking out the window—that was shocking. That was a shocking scene. That was shocking. Carol, like just coming up and shooting that dude mm-hmm. when Morgan and them were trying to tie him up was a good scene. Oh yeah, that was good too. There was a lot of good scenes mm-hmm. in that in the in the show, I thought. Thank you, Kim. Okay, our next uh feedback is from Joseph. Hey Joseph. Hey Joseph. Wow. So, hi Sister K and Sister J. Wow. I was blown away with this episode. I felt like the writers took notes on how they'd introed last season and instead of doing it the same this year, they used that awesome feeling episode in the second of the season now on to my thoughts of the episode one morgan pretty sure people are having an issue with him giving a bit of mercy to the wolf group i too had that sense excuse me i too had that issue except after a giving after giving it a quick second thought i'm giving him a benefit of the doubt because he's probably been through a different zombie apocalypse experience compared with rick's group exactly he didn't come across the governor and terminus hopefully we'll get a morgan flashback episode within this season to see why he's gotten all zen after his second encounter of rick from season three yep two ron and trick ho number whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's not trick ho yet joseph yes she is ron needs to be mama slapped by maddie herself (laughs) <laughs> I laughed so hard after his mom answered him that yes, Rick is her friend and the way the actor walked away. He wasn't even grateful that Carl saved his ass. No. Pretty sh- <coughs> excuse me. Pretty sure Carl regrets even saving him to begin with. I don't think no, so. No, Carl wouldn't do Carl's that. Carl's not like that. Mm-mm. If he can still like father fucking Gabriel. Yeah. Carl's know. not like that. Trick hole number whatever was pretty good in this episode. I laughed hard when she made her last stab in the eye to the girl and the show immediately went to a commercial break. Yeah, that was a good scene because it was over. Mm-hmm. Three, Carl's girlfriend. I couldn't remember the chick's name. Laugh out loud. Enid. Enid. I thought it was pretty funny that at the start, how her and her parents had the car doors wide open for her parents to get chomped by the walkers. Typical white people trope in a scary movie <laughs> is stupidity. Ooh, Joseph. <laughs> well, now. After that scene, though, I did feel bad for the girl. Mm. I think there was just stupid people stuff because if she's telling you we got to go, maybe it's time to go or run or lock the doors or something. Uh, well, that's it from, from me, ladies. I almost went as long as that one email feedback from the premiere. Lastly, however, I just wanted to say how awesome it was to hear Miss Shalita in that long ass motherfucking four hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that was great. Joseph from Las Vegas. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Email. 
Yeah, that episode was really long. But it didn't seem that long we were doing it, though. No, it didn't. I mean, it, it really didn't. I didn't feel like it Yeah, Shalita was great. Very good. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to um, seeing if you're right on a couple of these things. Because I don't think that Jessie is going to redeem herself any further. No. She just did pretty... As soon as Rick get back, <sighs> she's going to be trick ho. Thank you. Yeah. But I am interested in seeing if you're right about Morgan and maybe it's something that he went through from season three to season now. Yeah. That's made him like this. I think so. We will have to wait and see. Right. Okay. Thank you, Joseph. Our next message is from Shalita and she's got a voicemail. Oh, cool. So let's play that now. Okay. Hey sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Thanks again for having me on, <laughs> on that first podcast for the season. ball. Here's my feedback for episode two, JSS, which took me forever to to understand, but (laughs) this was the best episode of the freaking season. Yep. This was awesome. This was Mm -hmm. amazing. This was such a great episode. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Carol is the badass motherfucking (laughs) warrior queen. (laughs) Handle all her business. Love her. Love her. (laughs) <laughs> I love Morgan, but dude, when people come in and start using machetes and, and axes and whatnot Thank to kill you. other people, it's okay to kill them. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. It's fine. You're, you, it's, it's, that's self-defense. That's defending innocent <laughs> unarmed people. Yes. yes. What are we going to do with him? <laughs> Shake I really hope Enos not with the wolves because I really want Carl to have a nice little girlfriend and <laughs> everything be all right. He's but probably she is. Um, no, Jesse was okay in this one. I, I don't got nothing bad to say about Jesse, but Ron, Ron can go kiss my. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. And then Spencer, I'm so mad that Spencer's a punk. He's a uh, punk. He, oh, that that broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Damn. And poor Aaron, you know he's feeling a lot of guilt. A lot. Oh of yeah, guilt. he's feeling all his pictures way of all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, because Morgan let them freaking go, they're gonna come back with guns probably. Oh, anyway, we'll see what happens next week. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Thanks again, sisters. Bye. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. And yeah, I mean, you know, I think Morgan is gonna redeem himself though. I hope so. I think so. But, I mean, you know, they got to set up stuff. Yeah. They got to set up stuff. And Morgan only let those two that attacked him go. That's a whole bunch of wolves up in there. They were there because of them pitches. Well, no, there was about five or six that he let go at the end. Because it was more than just that one guy. Right, right. But that was at the end. Yeah. That was at the end. They was already there. Right. See. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I will We'll see what happens on that shit because we, as we know in The Walking Dead, when you don't kill someone that you should kill, they come <laughs> back later. Yeah, they come back and to get, get you. You, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Shalita also had a tagline, so let's play this. Okay. Now. Hey, sister, sister speak family. This is Shalita from Philly. Carol may not always have to kick everyone's ass, but when she does, she does it while cooking the perfect dinner. Stay badass, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's good. That's a good that's one, Shalita. Love it. Yeah. Because she showed <laughs> she us cooking, was wasn't she? She was badass. She was cooking. Episode. Went out there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that was kicked good. ass. That was good. Okay. Thank you, Shalita. Um, our next email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. Hey, Joanne. <clears throat> she says, hi, sisters and special guest host Shalita. You did great. And best thing you didn't even seem swimming. And the best thing you didn't even get read on any long ass comments. <laughs> so that's how the horn happened. I thought it was very believable. At first I was like, what's wrong with these dirty guys? I guess there's still sadist people around. Oh yeah. That's, that was scary when that guy's machete was smoking. When that guy macheted the smoking woman out of nowhere, mm-hmm. my heart started racing all 60 minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> Undercover Carol is so badass. But seriously, had the group not gone on a crazy zombie Pied Piper run, they would have stopped a lot of the butchering. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. They would have got them. Yeah. Um, have a great week. Joanne from NYC. Thank you, Joanne, Thank for you, that jo- email. Oh, yeah. Rick and them would have just chopped them up. They would have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then she had a little extra comment. She says, oh, and um, the recent Walking Dead, um, because I she's, I think she's trying to say she didn't like the recent Walking Dead because she has both a dog and a turtle pet. And now they have both been eaten at this point. <laughs> Aww. Well. Sorry, Joanne. Yeah, sorry, Joanne, but <clears throat> turtle soup is good. <laughs> No, it can't be. <clears throat> yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> Our- <coughs> Sister Jay, you're so awful. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> they haven't. I mean, that one episode showed when they were eating them dogs. That was, to me, was awful because I have a pet yeah. dog. So I get it <clears throat> why you would feel that way with the turtle. Well, but I you know what? Turtle. When you go to certain Chinese restaurants, that's what you eat. You just don't know it. Sister J. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Our next feedback is from uh, Taco. Hey, Taco. Taco Pimpkin. Pimpin? <laughs> Taco Pimpin. What? Taco Pimpin. This show is as whack as Fear the Walking Dead. In fact, it is the exact same show. The Walking Dead is so dramatic, is too traumatic television what Fast and the Furious 7 is to action cinema. This show would be dope as fuck if it was on ABC Family or CW. As it stands, it is a shell of a show with empty characters and an empty story. It's only redeeming quality being zombie effects. (laughs) Every single character seems to speak from one single voice. The voice of a white male who has no concept of struggle or survival, yet feels compelled to comment on what it takes to persevere. It's like a never ending argument with itself, with itself about doing what you have to in order to survive while at the same time, not losing your humanity in the show's case, willfully ignorant innocence. Every single line of the show is either we can't lose ourselves or we got to be who we were or survive by any means. There's no turning back. Motherfuckers surviving it by a trend, by a tread aren't constantly laboring with this identity crisis. They do what they must and they enjoy what they have, whatever it is. Excuse me. This show said all it had to say by season three. After they ruined the governor's ending, the walking dead's been one carbon copied episode after another, trying desperately to make its point. I dig y'all's podcast and thought I'd comment just cause. (laughs) And this was taco pimp pimpin and PS. 
Why in the fuck can't they kill something without bashing it 19 times in a row? <laughs> well, that was those damn wolves. And I think yeah. it's because they were trying to cut off pieces. Who knows? Who knows? Well, Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that email. Thank but you, you Taco. Know what? Um, that was some negative shit. I mean, if you don't like it that much, then I don't know why you watch. Well, we thank you for listening to us, though. Oh, yeah, we thank you for listening to us. But, I mean, you know, and we do hate watch some stuff, too. Like, we did the last two seasons of True Blood. You know, however. we get upset with um, The Walking Dead, too. But he said since season three, we own six. I know. So. Taco, how you still watching? Yeah, how you still watching it, baby? And but I anyway. like Fast and the Furious 7. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, Lord. Anyway, uh, and I do not <laughs> feel, I don't see where all the characters are carbon copies of each other. Now, I do have an issue with, and, and I do kind of agree with you, your comment about, you know, this funky-ass dialogue they got is always from a white male perspective that I can actually see, you know, which is very annoying. So I agree with you there. However, what else is it going to be? We already established they don't have no black people in the room. <sighs> Obviously, they don't. Okay. You know? So, anyway, thank you, Taco. Thank you, Taco. <laughs> Get back on that topic. <laughs> well, hey, damn. He bought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taco. <laughs> Let us know why you still watching. <laughs> okay. Our next feedback is from Procrastinella. Hey, Procrastinella. Hey, sisters. So glad your Walking Dead podcast is back. Yep. Wanted to make sure I didn't miss the deadline for submitting feedback like I did for the season premiere. So I'm getting mine out while the show is still fresh in my mind. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the episode. So let me play her feedback now. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Sister K. Hey, Sister J. This is Procrastinella calling with my very first voicemail, actually, for Walking Dead. Uh, This is my feedback for episode two, JSS. And I'm talking very fast, but that's because I'm trying to keep this shit short so I don't get read by you, Sister (laughs) J. I want you to start nodding off, Sister K. I thought the action was great. I like that they managed to sustain the momentum from the season premiere. But other than that, I was actually disappointed with the episode, mostly because of actually Carl and Morgan. I thought the writers just totally dropped the ball with these two in this episode. I'm still trying to understand why they had them do what they they did. Carl having a gun drawn on somebody who's trying to kill him and almost getting the gun taken away from him. Morgan oh. letting what now? A group of people who almost came into his community to specifically kill everyone there. He lets them go because he thinks all oh, life is precious. What the hell ever. Um, also, I thought the scene where Morgan was mm-hmm. surrounded by the group of wolves, I think there were like five or six of them. Mm-hmm. They literally took turns waiting for him to kick their ass. That was one of the most poorly executed scenes I That's think I've true. ever seen on The Walking Dead. That's that like was laughable. Um, Enid, uh, there's something wrong with that girl. That's all I can say. <laughs> Not just because she eats raw turtle, okay? I don't think nobody who eats raw turtle. But there's definitely something wrong with her. And I do believe she probably has taken off with baby Judith. 
if that is the case. Oh, hell um, no. No. All I can say is Carl better find her before Rick does because Rick will no doubt put her down if she took his baby. Um, I I think Morgan is right when he says Carol is enjoying the killing way too much. I also think Carol is full of herself, but then I'm a bit biased because I don't like the character of Carol. I don't buy her as this uber badass. And actually, that's true. I thought the stuff she did in this episode was just like overkill. Um, In fact, she's bordering on vigilante for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would not be surprised if as the season goes on, she ends up challenging Rick for control of Alexandria. Remember, you heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other than that, um, I just wanted to say I really do enjoy the podcast. I think your show is the best Walking Dead podcast out there. It's definitely the funniest. And you have the best feedback from the Sister Speak family. Also, I really do enjoy the Facebook group as well. And I kept this under three minutes, believe it or not. Well, dang. Until next time, ladies. Take care. Thank you, Procrastinella. And yeah, you need to keep that shit under three minutes. (laughs) But anyway, but okay couple things. I agree with your assessment almost 100% of Carol. Because, yeah, I don't quite buy the badass badassness stuff either. However, you know, they have explained before, the writers have, or that, that Gimple guy has explained before the character arc that they did or they wanted to show with the Carol character. And I mean, I like what they, what they've done, but my feeling is that I don't like the way they seem to promote Carol at the expense of Michonne. Michonne has very few lines. Uh, she's just like in the background and I don't like that. That's what I don't like. However, we you know why not, that is. You cannot like that part of it and still like Carol. Oh yeah. Doesn't like mean that Carol you character. don't have to like Carol or believe her story because they're putting Michonne on the back burner. I love Carol's character and I like the fact that she's playing this part to try to get in with the Alexandrians, but mm-hmm. she can kick that shit in when she oh, needs yeah. to. Oh yeah. And within a split second she was back to her normal badass self. Yeah. That takes no prisoners. And I don't mind shit. These fools are coming in hacking up people that didn't do shit to them. But that's not what she was uh, complaining about. She said she was bordering on vigilanteism in this episode. And I don't think so. She was killing up the people that were killing up their people. I agree with Pam in the fact that when you take it as a whole... That is exactly what she's doing. This is not the first time she's already mentioned to Rick and them, hey... If they don't want to follow us, meaning the Alexandrians, we just kill them. Rick said that shit. Well, but so does she. She feels right. the same way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So let's have the same sentiment for Rick too. But no. I mean, Rick has said the same shit. We'll just take it. Mm-hmm. Well, we might have, Carl, I might have to shoot some people. And I agree with you, <laughs> Procrastinella, about the the way, of course, that they're doing Morgan, but also the Carl character too. You're right. But the way I explain it or the way I uh, rationalize, I guess, would be a word that I'd have to use on the Carl character is that, you know, Carl is so wanting a normal life there in Alexandria and wanting to not be out on the road and stuff that he's he's trying to change that that mindset 
kind of like Michonne was trying to do. You remember? Yeah, the shit didn't work. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason why that man, just for a split second, got the better of him yeah. by grabbing the gun. Yeah. But Carl took and care plus, of himself. It's a TV show, y'all. Right. They can't have every character being absolute. Because then you wouldn't have no conflict. Exactly. You'd have no suspense. And you can't have every character being as strong as Rick, I think. No. So they had to have Carl falter and hesitate for a minute just to have the struggle with the gun. And he he still is a kid. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. But I I like the Carol character. I don't know what y'all talking about. Well, I didn't say it. I didn't like the Carol character. uh, She also sent in a tagline, which I love. So let's play the tags. Okay. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast of The Walking Dead. All life is precious, so says Morgan. Procrastinella says, if you're ass a walker, you are fair game. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good I still one. miss the monkey ass <laughs> tag for Maddie last year for the yeah. Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to you, Maddie, with your monkey, monkey ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Procrastinella. Oh, that's good. Love thank it. you, Procrastinella. Love it. Okay, our next feedback is from Judy. Hey, Judy. Hey, Judy. Hey, sisters and the Sister Speak family. Carol is ever fine. She made a casserole, gave less than a fuck about Gabriel, changed clothes, and saved the town in less than 60 minutes. Now she's a multitasker. Can't wait for the recap, Judy. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Judy, Judy, for that uh, email. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had her multitasking her they ass off. running around Oh, town. my gosh. That was funny. That was good. That was good. Okay, our next feedback is from Ray from Cali, and it is a voicemail. Oh, hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, sisters. This is Ray from Cali. Um, Just want to leave my feedback for season um, six, episode two. Uh, I don't know how to really feel about this episode. It wasn't as good as last week, although it was action-packed. Um, of course, um, the people of Alexandria now know that they need Rick's group, that they're not prepared they really know. for yep. the world the way it is, especially well, outside those that are alive. Um, Carol is <laughs> always great. She was phenomenal, disguised herself as a wolf yep. and uh, was able to get to the armory and save and protect, you know, a lot of people. Um, I don't know what's going on with Ron. Uh, I think he's going to be a problem moving forward, clearly. Yep. Uh, Enid, don't know what's going on with her either. I'm glad she's not a wolf, but why she would leave, it's just a little confusing. Um, Jessie loved her kill. It was very authentic, seemed real, the way she went psycho. Yeah. Um, I think that's the way a mother would react, um, I especially agree. first time killing someone in protection of her children. And I'm glad she remembered to uh actually you know stab the brain to kill yeah the i agree come back as a zombie Ooh, but you got to see the I'm evil look really scared scared about is morgan what is going on with him i do not want to see another Tyrese. um strong potentially strong black man character just get you know bashed and he becomes soft and weak it looks mm-hmm. like he's going through some of that tyrese syndrome of mm-hmm. uh, when to kill not to kill mm-hmm. um leaving people alive to come back and to hurt you I don't want to see that again, especially with Morgan. Clearly, he's a survivor. Clearly, he can survive on his own. He would be a great asset to the group. And I just want to see them 
keep his character strong. So I'm scared about that. And I'm hoping that they really don't, you know, do that to Morgan, that they give him a good, solid, strong role in the community. Um, that's pretty much all I got to say. Um, look forward to continuing watching the rest of the episodes um, with you guys and the rest of the family. All right. Goodbye. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray, for that email, a uh, voicemail. I agree. And I agree about the Morgan character. Let's see what these fucking writers do. You know, I'm going to save my judgment because I, for one, choose to believe that he was leaving Alexandria because he's going to hunt those motherfuckers down. That's what I, I think. Uh, but I just want to point out to the family that, whoo, you should have seen Sister K rolling her eyes when you talking about you love the Jesse, Jesse Kill. Uh, <laughs> gag me. <laughs> Barf-a-rama. <laughs> It was a good scene, though, I think, because I agree. I think that's how any mother who who loves her kids, that's what you the do. Only thing you that, just be berserk. But the only thing that negates it for me is the previous conversation with Ron. Oh, about Rick is my friend. Rick is my friend. <laughs> oh, oh, can you lift your arm up? No, you can't. <laughs> now, you... A mother wouldn't say that. I know. To but a the writers, that had been the writers put that in there so we would know what P had done. Yeah. That's what that was for. Especially the way she said it. Exactly. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Anyway. So that made me not like the kill scene either. Oh, Lord. But anyhow. It was a good scene, though. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Okay, our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hey, Joy. Oh, my goodness, sisters and family. I just finished watching the episode and it was jam packed with action and awesome character stories. Yep. This episode really struck a great balance between the two counting down my top three moments. Three Ron's mom. I can't ever remember her name snapping and killing that wolf lady towards the end of that scene. I was screaming. Don't forget to stab her in the head. And then she did it. Cut to commercial. Yeah. Ugh. Two, <laughs> Carol watching the lady smoking and out of nowhere, someone slashes her. Yep. I was shocked and had to do a double take. I know. I thought it was a dream or fantasy of Carol's since she just dissed the lady about smoking being a disgusting habit, which I agree with. It is. Mm-hmm. One, Morgan and Carol, but mostly Carol for being such a bad at, for being such bad asses. Side note, was anyone else worried that Morgan stepped into the armory and was going to get shot by Olivia? Yes, that's that- what I thought it was, but it, he wasn't in the armory. But that's what I thought it was. I didn't think about that. Oh, I did. And I thought, because I was, ooh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Because at the time I was looking at it and he was creeping in. Yeah, creeping in. I was yelling at my TV, y'all better not have Olivia shoot Morgan. Ooh, because I'd be hot. Oh, that, no, that would be ooh. episode, I mean, TV throwing down on the floor. Ooh, ooh. I mean, that's what I thought they was going to have happen. Yeah. I really did. To bring him back and and kill him. And then when the camera backed up and and we could see from the front of Morgan, I could see that he was in a house and not the armory. Well, the armory is just a makeshift house. Yeah, but but the way it was situated, no. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, it was different. Um. She says, although, although I didn't want that, I thought it would have been a perfect commentary and validation of why he doesn't believe in guns and killing people. Awesome episode. Thanks, Joy from Southern California. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. I, I am so glad they didn't do that because 
I mean, shit. Even though I don't like the direction they're taking him, I don't want him killed. No. I don't want him maimed. I don't want him off the show. I want him to stay on the show. He be- hey, if they know what, the- if they want their ratings to stay up, they better keep Morgan on there. Better keep him. Shit. Keep him, y'all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, our next feedback is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Um, Carol is such a bad ass. I've been waiting for her to break loose. <laughs> Stephanie in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, I love it. Oh, we love that short and sweet, short Stephanie. And sweet. And yeah, and to the point. Carol was badass. I mean, this was a good episode to take us back to Terminus, you know? She, she was, she kicked into that same mode. Yep. So yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay. And our next e- um, email and also voicemail is from Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hi, sisters. Missed you. I refuse to watch the rest of Fear the Walking Dead or Fear the Prequel, more like, because <laughs> it will suck. But here's my feedback for JSS. Okay. So let me play that now. Cool. J-S-S. Oh my gosh. So it means just survive somehow. Can we start with that turtle eating scene? <laughs> that <laughs> that was awful. Uh, but this, uh, Morgan, this, this episode, Morgan, it, it, could, it should have been his time to shine. Yet again, it was Carol's time mm-hmm. to shine because she took no prisoners. I couldn't believe how Morgan was just like, we we don't have to kill anyone. We don't have to kill people. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Her timing. I don't know what to say. It was a really good episode. And of course, it, those, those crazy wolf people need to be dealt with. Um, I don't understand why Morgan thinks that, you know, just leave is going to work and, and everything will be okay. Also, why did he need to speechify to these people? Like, why did he need to, like, give this little speech about, you guys just leave, we have guns, you don't have guns. (laughs) Shut up and kill people. (sighs) All right, well, it was still a good episode, and Carl was badass, and, of course, Carol is always badass. And uh, the people of Alexandria, they need to learn some skills. Yep. And Morgan needs to step up. Yep. I don't need him to become a Tyrese with a stick. Thank you. Okay? All right, sisters, bye. Thank, Thank you, you Tammy, Tammy, for that voicemail. Hey, hey Andreas. Andreas. How you doing? <laughs> Tammy, your Morgan voice is awesome. Oh, that's, that's as good that as was your makeshift No, that's her Morgan voice. Yeah, that's your Morgan voice. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Because he's got more of this draw now than yeah. Tyrese. Oh, my but God. But it's true. You don't want him to turn into this old... Badass, you don't want this badass character to turn into this wimp. That's some fucking writers doing that shit. <sighs> now, if they if they complete that and 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 actually do it that way this season, that lets everybody know they got some problems with a black man. Well, That's what that means. Yeah, because they done did two. <laughs> yeah, two like that. So but let's hope that's not I don't, the case. I don't, I'm thinking they're not going to go that route. But hey, shit, you know you what? No, like I said. You never know what if they complete writers. that shit this season, then that's what that means. I don't want to kill walkers at the gate no more. <laughs> oh shit! Don't do that. I don't want to go boys. on a run no more. <laughs> I just don't want. I just want to be with you, Karen. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, 
Okay, on. Tammy also sent a tagline, so let's play oh, her cool. tagline too. Okay. Hey, Sister Speak family, this is Tammy from New Jersey. I could have stopped him. I had him. We don't have to kill people. <laughs> uh, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Good. I love it, Tammy. The Morgan voice lives on in the tag. Oh, Lord have mercy. It. That's awesome. Thank you, Tammy. We don't have to kill people. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and we're glad you're back, Tammy. Yeah, we glad you're back. All right. Our next feedback is from Derek. Hey, Derek. So let's play that now. Okay. Hey, Sister J. Hey, Sister K. What's up, Nation? This is Derek from Hagerstown, Maryland, dropping my feedback for Season 6, Episode 2. Okay. Enid's parents were idiots. They needed to die. Because if I'm telling you some couple zombies are coming down the road, you don't just be like, oh, hold on. Let me let me get this fuse in. You move your ass. Yeah, So true. And not only were two of them coming in, two more came around the other corner. Yep. And, I mean, they just chomped that ass. Yeah, they so, did. Yeah. Stupidity equals death in the zombie apocalypse. That's the truth. Morgan, I don't know what's going on with dude. Him and this whole trying to fucking be yin and yang and all that. <laughs> that ain't working for me. I need Morgan to snap out of this shit and start kicking some ass. <laughs> and does anyone else wonder if he really did kill that dude or not? Yep. Because if they turn him into the Tyrese of, of the new season, I'm going to be pissed. You no. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they got Rick running around blowing people's face off, even Carl. And they have the black dudes acting like a bunch of pussies. Like, they got to come on with it, man. <laughs> like, let's, let's make this shit real. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I was in the ZA, there'd hey. be some fucking death sentences handed out to everybody. You everybody. step wrong, you got to go. Like, everybody. Robin Harris, got to go, got to go. Mm-hmm. And of course, MVP of the year, Carol. Carol. Man, that lady was running around just fucking people up. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Y'all got to. When she saw that lady get chopped down, Miss Niedermeyer, uh-huh. get chopped down in the front yard smoking her cigarette for the last time, mm-hmm. I was like, Damn, I mean, she didn't even make a face or nothing. She just, like, turned away from the window and got it moving like like a G. Dang. <laughs> so, yeah, this was a really good episode. Like I said, you know, I, I think I watched it six times. The show is just good. That was so good. what do y'all think is going to happen next week? That's my question because mm-hmm. Rick's got to catch up with the, with the family. Got to get yeah. through all them zombies. So keep the podcast coming, and thanks a lot, y'all. See y'all next week. Oh, thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek, for that voicemail. That was awesome. That's good. But yeah. I love hearing that passion in your voice. Oh, yeah. Look, shit, we can't let this shit happen no more. and. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. They better not be doing that shit But you know what? They might. They might just do that Mm. because they have done it before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we can't. So we have to make a choice. Well, Do we, you know, keep what I'm going to keep watching. Well, I mean, we're, uh, we're going to keep watching but this it's, season. It's going to be annoying but, if they make that. But I am definitely going to story of Morgan. If they do that shit, I am definitely going to be writing them a personal letter addressed mm-hmm. to them personally. Thank you. Yeah. And Hello. not the TV show and let this Nicotero motherfucker know. Sister J. And that G- Gimpy, whatever his name is. Gimple. Yeah. Oh, please. They're going to hear from me. 
fine <laughs> but you know because i'm hey i'm about to do it anyway because they pissing me off it is annoying it is yeah. annoying and and it, it, ugh. Yeah. but that doesn't negate the fact this was a great as episode it was a very good and episode we're just hoping that and i enjoyed don't go it a down lot. the way that they've been going down right because we've already been there we were now we're spooked we've seen it happen before <laughs> spooked we're spooked yeah uh, derek also had a tagline so let's play yeah. that now okay cool hey sister speak nation this is derek calling from hagerstown maryland Here's my tagline for season six of The Walking Dead. Y'all, it don't matter what you did before the apocalypse. Once it starts kicking off, only three words matter. Just survive somehow. Oh, that's, oh, that's very good. Good one, good one JSS. Derek. JSS. Yeah. That's good. And true. And true. Yeah. It is true. All right. Thank you, Derek. Okay, our next feedback is another voicemail, and this time it is from Serge. Hey, Serge. Hey, Serge. Sisters, this is Serge and Callie, and man, all I gotta say is this this was Carol's episode. She's cooking up casseroles, and she's handing out guns. She's shooting dudes in the head, and she's stabbing chicks in the neck. She's just not playing anymore. She's not having it, and she's so about it, about it, that it just, it just made me want to say, and I'm telling you, she's bad, Carol is a bad, bad, bad woman, she bad to the bone gristle, that's what I'm talking about, sisters, he said the bone Bone gristle, gristle. thank you, Serge, thank you, Serge, Serge, you also had an a, a email and a tag, but we'll do the email first. Okay. It says, wow, Carol runs Alexandria. <laughs> Carol really, really is about that life. <laughs> Thank y'all, Serge and Callie. P.S. I sent in a tagline. We got it. And we're about to play it. P.P.S. Uh-oh. I got a song idea about one of our favorite heroes. I'll send it in when the time is right. Ooh, Sarah, send it Ooh. in. Send it in. Well, yeah, send it in. And then PPS. Oh, Lord. Carl looks hella big, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? He is. He, he has, has grown, he hasn't has he? He has grown a lot. He has grown a he's lot. He's turned into a little man. He's got to be 16, I think. 17. But he's getting taller, though. Yeah. He's getting taller. He's still out. Hitting yeah. that growth spurt. Sure is. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to uh, Sarah's tagline also. Okay, cool. We're freeing you. You're trapped. People don't belong here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that actually scares Woo! me for a second, Sarge. Sarge, that's good. I love it. Oh, that is so good. Pow! Oh, my right goodness. Right up in the head. I wonder if you shot off a real gun. No. Okay. It's a sound effect. All right. Sister J, hey, now look. He's in California, so you know you can't never doubt. What's that mean? <laughs> oh, Lord, y'all. Sister Jay over here cracking the <laughs> fuck up. She is so ignorant. <laughs> oh, <sighs> thank you, Serge. Thank you, Serge. I can't wait to hear this song. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, that in. Okay, our next uh, feedback is from Alex. Hey, Alex. The text man. The text man. He says, oh, shit. Them wolves are here. <laughs> I'll take Carol for the block. 
<laughs> I thought to myself, when all those raiders with machetes ran up on the town, I remember thinking that Carol might not be able to deal with this one. But damn, was I wrong. Oh, yeah. Carol is bae. Gonna go ahead and smoke that cigarette. Carol, you <laughs> earned it. I did wonder why Morgan got back to Alexandria, but apparently Rick and Michonne didn't. Did they really just send Morgan back to help the town or did Rick decide that keeping the walkers attention was more important and Morgan decided to leave anyway because people might be in danger? I guess we'll see next week. No, remember in the first episode, Rick sent Morgan back and said, let them know what happened. Yeah, let them know what happened. No, uh, yeah, Morgan, Morgan went back only because Rick sent him back. Yeah, to the group. Because that horn was hollering. Exactly. He's like, look. These fuckers are coming up off exactly. the road. Let so them he know wanted them to warn Alexandria of these walkers. The back end of them is, is and moving that over. And we already started um, yeah. doing the, the do. Exactly. Because they just started doing the do and they couldn't right. get back to tell them that, hey, we're exactly. going live. This and ain't then no he, run. And then he said to, to Michonne and uh, uh, Glenn, okay, Michonne, you got point. Glenn, you yep. bring up the rear. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he was given orders. So, you, right. you know, yeah. That's the only reason Morgan was there. Y'all probably already have been talking about this, but do either of y'all know what the A written in blood at the end was for? Yeah. Yeah, that was, he says, hold on. Could that really be someone from Terminus that remembers them? Or is it from that little boy that stamped Rick's hand with an A? The little boy. I wasn't able to think too much during the episode, so I don't know. My nerves were shot after the first dude came out. Of the- <laughs> I know that's right. After the- I know that's right. After the first dude came out of the woodwork and chopped that woman down on her smoke break. This could all be a misunderstanding though. Maybe these guys just really don't like smokers and they were tired of that woman's shit. <laughs> My nerves were shot too, Alex. Yeah. I mean, that was nerve wracking. It was a shocking episode. It was a episode. great scene. Yeah. 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 The A was that little boy. He had that stamp. Sam. Yeah, it was Sam. And he had that stamp, mm-hmm. so he stamped it on there. Mm-hmm. Is it just me or does anyone else not really give a damn about Enid and or Carl right now? I would have fast forwarded through all that if I wasn't watching live. <laughs> I do care about well, Carl. I care about Carl, but Enid, not so much. I mean, her backstory was fine. I, I liked but- it. You know. I, I like her. Um, two things to think about. One, while I do feel bad for the new doctor later, lady, we did not see her stab that dead woman in the brain. Exactly. If she didn't, she wouldn't. She won't have to worry about being a doctor anymore. At least there you go. Because she'll about be chunk. a bad day at the office. Yeah, she'll oh, I'm be sure chunk. She did. I'm sure. Do you? Two. Do you guys think Morgan killed that guy at the end? Yes. I hope so. But you know the old adage: if you don't see a body, they ain't dead. I he do, killed him. I think he did. He killed him. I do hope they kept someone alive for questioning about if there are more of them and where their camp is. They didn't. I thought that the black dude would have been the one captured, but um, then Carol came along and she wasn't trying to hear that. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <clears throat> That's all I got. I'm holding out on all the good stuff until y'all invite me to co-host an episode. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <clears throat> it was nice to hear Shalita on last week. Yep. She did great, and so did you guys. Keep up the good work, Alex D. Taxman. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. And you never know, Alex. You never know what We might happen. be inviting you to do an episode. Maybe. You never know. Oh. But anyway, but I uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I, I mean, th- there were certain things that, you know, were annoying to me and this, that, and the other, but I really liked this episode, though. I did, too. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. 
I really good. liked it. It was action-packed and it was shocking at the same time. Yep, sure and, was. And it was those kind that, you know, like at commercial breaks, you were kind of glad for a commercial break. So you could breathe. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from JP. Hey, JP. Hey, JP. Hi, sisters. I love this adrenaline-filled episode, too. We finally meet Mrs. Niedermeyer, the annoying pasta maker lady discussed in, <laughs> in, in two episodes, and now she is gone. She gone. The high point for me is Carol's continued ability to use camouflage in order to save her friends and community. Yep. Little Sam may not have seen Carol's prowess, but look, but like Morgan, he knows she is more than the persona she projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam I- even left his little A for approval sticker on her porch. Yeah. Although if Sam saw how his mama killed the female wolf and finished her off with her hair cutting scissors, he would probably make Carol just his backup godmother. <laughs> <clears throat> but Ron saw her though. Like Carol, Jesse needed the death of her husband and the re- and the threat of harm to her children to release her inner warrior. Yeah. Jesse was truly paying attention and is completely woke. Well, mm. we going to see what about else? the woke part. Once again, Kirkman and company starting emasculating yet another major black character male character morgan unlike tyrese morgan can kill walkers but like tyrese morgan doesn't want to kill people even crazy people who will come back to kill his friends and neighbors exactly well the gun that was picked up by the wolf he released by the instrument be the instrument of morgan's death i hope morgan becomes woke before that happens sorry morgan no chance of a relationship with carol now Oh, hell no. Well, I didn't want that anyhow. Hell no. I didn't want that. Oh, shit, Everybody no. Everybody trying to boo people up, but no. Oh, uh-uh. hell no. No. That don't even match. The writers have some serious problems with black men. Of course Which they do. Which trope are Kirkman and company going to use now? One, emasculate the black man, then kill him, Tyrese. Or two, humanize and give the black man hope and then kill him, Noah and Bob, Stucky. Bob. Three, have the black man sacrifice himself for a white character, T-Dog. Yep. Don't do it, Kirkman. By the way, Sister J, I've included a picture of the most adorable walker ever from episode one. She was part of the horde that started following the sound of Carter's screams after a walker bit his face off. Her natural do is tight. And yes, always look for the black walker. And yes, I always look for the black walker. <laughs> and he added oh, a no. picture of the black oh, walker. Awesome. Oh, JP. That's from JP. JP in Brooklyn. Hey. Hey, JP. Thank you, JP. Thank you. For that email and I that totally picture. Her. Oh, no. Thank I probably for- saw her, though, because, yeah. Because you said that last week. I'm kind of with you, though, JP. When they have big groups like that, I look for the black ones. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't help it. I try to look around, but last week I was captivated. I look around, but, yeah. yeah. I look for the black ones, too, because I want to see how they do in their hair. I want to see the makeup. And just so they don't put no fucking middle part of day afro. Oh lord. <laughs> it happens today. It happens. We already have established. <laughs> Thank you, JP. <laughs> okay, our next feedback is a voicemail from Rosalinda. Hey, Rosalinda. Hey, sisters. This is Rosalinda from Oregon just calling to give my feedback on episode 2 of The Walking Dead season 6. Uh-huh. Have mercy. This episode was so good. Action packed from beginning to end. Yep. I thought Carl was awesome in this episode. 
um, all of our heroes stepping up and fighting back. I got really excited when Rose, Rosita and Aaron came around that corner with those guns and I started oh, yeah. shouting. Rosita, they jumped up and I was like, fuck them up, Rosita. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> um, and of course the imagery wasn't lost on me that previously Carol has been masquerading as a sheep. And now she disguised herself as a wolf mm-hmm. and she was badass and everything I'd hoped That's she good. would be exactly. in this episode. I loved that moment. It had to be my favorite moment of the episode when Morgan is going through all that length to tie up that wolf <laughs> and Carol walks over and just shakes. <laughs> she just kills him. Yeah. She's got no time for that bullshit. That was funny. Anyway, I know y'all love this episode. It, it was a little traumatic. It was a little hotel Rwanda and I, yeah, I gotta watch this episode again. I love you guys. I can't wait to hear the podcast. Bye bye. Thank you, Rosalinda. Thank for you, that Rosalinda. Email. And yeah, it was like that Hotel Rwanda, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a disturbing movie. And it and Why it was are you made comparing it to Hotel Rwanda. Well, because it, it 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 made it just all the death and the killing. Yeah, and because they did the same thing. They they descended on that hotel. But the, yeah. the, but what made that movie so harrowing to me is because it actually happened for real. That's sad. It's really so sad. sad. But anyway, but yeah, you are right. This was a kick-ass episode. It was good. It was and I love the way, Rosalinda, that you point out. I know you just wanted to call her Rosita. Rosarita, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't mind me calling you Rosarita, Rosalinda. No, don't call her Rosarita. But, but I anyway. heard you hesitate. But anyway, but I like the way that you pointed out that she was disguising herself as a sheep. Yes. And now good. she disguised herself as a wolf. That's yeah. excellent. That was good. Excellent analysis. So thank you, Rosarita. I mean, Rosalinda. Sister J. <laughs> Thank you, Rosalinda. <laughs> I like Rosarita, though. She was, hey, she. You she do had, now, huh? No, well, you know what? That's because they put some fucking clothes on her. Oh, Lord. They're not dressing her like a hoochie. Uh, but she took care of business, though. She did. She took care of business in this episode. She didn't, so. she, this is the first time we heard of her for, what, three, four episodes? I know, see, but yeah. Okay, um, our next feedback is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello, sisters and family. Wow. The first two episodes of this season have topped the rescue from last season's opener by leaps and bounds. (laughs) The Walker Palooza in first time again and the assault on Alexandria in JSS had me on the edge of my seat. Yep. The scene when Carol was looking out the window and happened to catch that quick but incredibly disturbing flash of violence gave me chills. Yep. These wolves have got to be dealt with. Yes. Yes. It was nice to see Carol, Morgan, Carl, and Maggie holding down the fort while the rest of the team was out dealing with the horde. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing Carol immediately realize that she needed to blend in with the wolves so she could take them out was genius. Yes. Morgan is going to have to get over his aversion to killing real quick. And Rick and crew have learned in the past, you let a person go today and you'll be wishing you hadn't tomorrow. Yep. Finally, I love seeing Jessie jack that crazy wolf witch up on her living room floor. It was such a visceral scene. I sighed with her in relief when she stabbed her one more time for good measure. Yep. P.S. What the fuck, Enid? You can't start no fire? Nothing? Damn, girl. I know. And then he added a picture of her eating that turtle. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Paris. Thank you, Thank Paris, you, Paris, for that email. <laughs> and you know what? I would you, Paris. I would have cooked that shit. 
how's she gonna start a fire? Well, yeah, cause she don't. We, she yeah. might not know how to start a fire. It ain't survivor, so she can't rub no. them sticks together. So, no. oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. That's yeah. I, I wouldn't have survived that. Mm. Eating snakes like Daryl and uh, worms and shit, and then turtles. Hey, but you know what? Daryl cooked that damn snake. He did cook, and it. they say it's. Uh, snake tastes like chicken. But he was eating worms and shit too. Well, but mm-hmm. they protein. No, thank you. Yeah, you would do it if you were starving. I don't yeah, think so. yeah, you would. Okay, our next feedback is from Lady Vader. Hey, Lady Vader. Hey, Lady Vader. Greetings, sisters and the nation. First of all, love the episode. Last week was cool, but Killer Carol and her take no prisoners attitude was epic. Just when you thought Carol couldn't get any more badass, she goes all. She goes all out Ripley on her asses. Sigourney Weaver aliens. Yep, I knew. <laughs> we know. Apparently Morgan didn't get the memo saying it's okay to kill folk that are hacking and slashing up the whole damn town. Shit. Mm-hmm. Look, Morgan, I love you, but this ain't the time to be getting all Mahatma Gandhi and Kumbaya. Oh, Even my boy Aaron was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Had enough sense to shoot first and ask no questions. Mm-hmm. Loved when he and Rosarita, wink, went on, <laughs> went on a right. search and destroy mission to take out the wolves. They awesome. sure did. I did cheer when Morgan finally caught on and killed the, the one dude at the end. I just hope the four he let go can be rounded up and dealt with before they hurt someone we care about. Let's hope so. Heavy sigh. Awesome, awesome episode. Can't wait for the next one. Looking forward to the podcast. Peace out, sisters. Lady Vader, a.k.a. Katie from Cali. Thank Thank you, you, Lady Lady Vader. Vader. And then she says, P.S. What do you think Enid, Lurkin Lizzie 2.0, is up to? Something she's a spy for the wolves. What are your thoughts? See, we've talked about it, but I don't know what she is doing. I mean, if she was a spy for the wolves, I think she would have joined them. Yeah. Or she would have at least been outside pointing pointing them to the direction that they needed to go like i don't think she's a spy for the world yeah maybe not because because she left she so, left yeah and she better not have baby judith i don't think so. she better not no, no i don't think so okay our next feedback is from uh krista hey krista hi sisters another great episode holy ninja wolves batman Carol is like the Walking Dead's Bruce Wayne. Mm. Nice homemaker one minute and Batman Ninja the next. Morgan still kicks ass. I love him so much, but there are two things that stress me out. One, they make a big show of showing the baby on the monitor before the shit kicked off. But after the timer goes off and Carl takes the cat, the cat food casserole out of the <laughs> oven, they show the back of the monitor, but they don't show that the baby was still okay. Mm-hmm. I swear if they hurt that baby, I may have to stop watching. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Carl check on that baby? Oh, that stressed me out all night after watching that episode. And you know what? See, I didn't even I notice, didn't even notice that. that. But people are mentioning it. Oh, I didn't even notice that, y'all. Two. After Carol told that armory chick to just stand behind the door and squeeze the trigger if anyone opened the door, I swear I thought Morgan walked in that house at exactly. the end of the episode and I was smacking my husband's arm as I said, oh no, Morgan, don't open that door. No, Morgan, no. I know. That's what I thought, too. I'm still nervous that he's going to open that door and that chick is going to shoot him. (laughs) And then that panic attack surgeon isn't going to be able to fix him. Mm -hmm. So I'm stressed the fuck out now. (laughs) The hubby is fine for my smacking him. Don't worry. They were love smacks. (laughs) 
<laughs> Love you, sisters. Krista from Los Angeles. Oh, thank you, Krista. Thank you, Krista. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm with you, Krista. I thought the same thing because Carol had told her, look, you see the door open? Just point shoot. and shoot. Just shoot. Just yep. shoot. Yep. Oh, she my did. gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, that was tense. <laughs> that was very tense. Thank you, Krista. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay, cool. Hi, sisters. This is a tagline for you to play on the show. This is Malika's mom from Tucson reminding you to keep that shit short or get back. I hope you can use that, and love you guys. We really enjoy your podcast. You're terrific. Bye. Oh, oh, thank you, so Malika's cute. mama. Thank you, Malika's mama. <laughs> <laughs> but next time, let us know what your name is, and yes. we can like send you a shout out. Maybe she likes being called Malika's Le- mama. Malika's mama. Okay. She said, "Keep that shit it's short." <laughs> thank you, Malika's mama. We love it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that was really cute. That is cute. I like that. And lo and behold, speak of the devil, Malika is next. Uh oh. On our feedback. Okay. Hey, Malika. Hey, Malika. Hey, sisters. Sorry for that long ass email last week. No, no, you not. No, you ain't. No, you not. <laughs> I was dying in my car at work, just laughing my ass off, <laughs> listening to that podcast, especially at Sister J. <laughs> yeah, because she was reading your ass left and right. <laughs> You loved it. You know. Back to task. I was so into this episode from the beginning to end. I was very shocked that we didn't have any outside Walker action from that major horde that broke off from the Walker parade in the perimeter. Well, not yet. Or excuse me, in the premiere. Mm -hmm. We found out that JSS didn't mean Jesus or was a sign (laughs) for the wolves. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I didn't think it meant Jesus. No. Oh, hell no. That was a bit of a relief, but very sad because oh. Enid's backstory is so sad and tragic. It is. She's had it very hard, and I hope she makes it through mentally. <laughs> I know Ron's dad was murdered by Rick. I get that. But he really needs to get over his, this Carl thing, or he's going to be dead meat. Oh, yeah. We also found out the source of the horn, and it wasn't Father Fuckface. I know. My bad. I have sinned. I still, <laughs> I still say he's got to go because his selfishness is going to get more and more people killed despite Carl's willingness to help him. Again. I think so too, though. Teaching that fucker to use a machete, perhaps ask dad or Carol first. Please be safe, Carl. Mm-hmm. The wolves were horrendous, but no match for Carol. Oh man, Carol, my <laughs> spirit animal. I was very scared for Carol that she would have gotten killed by some friendly fire because of her new wolf duds. She, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But there wasn't anybody, there wasn't anybody to, left. There wasn't anybody Shoot. to fire on her. She kicked some serious ass and did so mercilessly. Even that one who could have been used for intelligence gathering by Morgan. He was crazy though. He was. I was upset with her decision about that, but I understand she was getting done what needed to be gotten done. Yeah. All done in the time it takes for her spring cleaning casserole to bake. (laughs) I'm so thirsty for more walking dead. 
I can only hope that future episodes can stack up to this. David Lynch's daughter directed this one, so that may have made a difference in how beautifully done this episode was. Oh, it could be. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Woman director. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Love it. Yeah. Mrs. Niedermeyer never got her pasta maker, but she sure got her last smoke in. (laughs) Love you, sisters. Sister Malika in Tucson. Oh, thank you, Malika. Thank you, Malika. (laughs) (laughs) And you are certainly right, though. This was, maybe that explains why this episode was so good. Went the way that it did. Yeah. Because I thought it was filmed very well. It was filmed well. And it did seem to be a woman episode, a woman centered episode. Yeah, it did. I mean, she didn't write it, she just directed it, but still. Well, but hey. We, how often have we talked about editing? I yes, and yeah. See, that's that's key and too. direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm glad to see. Now we don't know who wrote it. If they if they have women writers on the writing staff or not? Oh hell but, no, they don't. Sister J, you don't know. Hey, I could. Hey, you know what? But I, I bet you not. I like this episode. I'm I did like the episode. The woman that directed it. So mm-hmm. go, yay, lady director. Yay, lady director. David Lynch's daughter. Uh, okay. Thank you, Malika. Our next feedback is a voicemail and it is from Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert. Hey, ladies. Robert from the Bay here. Just wanted to speak on a scene I found very interesting in this action packed, very intense episode. I loved it personally. The scene where Carol comes up on the wolf cutting up the Alexandrian lady. Now, this scene, and, and nobody's really talked about this in any other podcast I've listened to or anywhere I've read. But the way Carol tried to get this lady to stop screaming was eerily similar to the previous episode where Rick was doing the same damn yeah. thing with Carter. Yep. Uh, yep. She also killed the lady the same way Rick did Carter. So exactly. So the thing missing was really uh, Morgan standing over Carol. You know, I thought that would have been cool if Morgan was standing over Carol watching her kill this lady. But, uh, you know, I think it's it they really trying to show us the semblance and attitude. Oh, yeah that Rick and Carol share oh, during yeah. this uh, this time where, you know, they're trying to evolve and adapt to uh, this Alexandrian lifestyle. So, uh, you know, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to know what you guys think about that. So I'll talk to y'all next time. And P.S. Shalita, you a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Robert. And yes, Miss Shalita is, is a boss. boss. Yes, she, she is, is a boss. The- yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this is what I think. I think that that's a very good observation because, yes, it was exactly the same as when um, Rick had killed Carter. It was. And... I think, well, for me anyway, thinking thinking back on it, I think it is especially sweet since how Rick was the one that banished her ass. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, we didn't. Rick like that is either. the one that banished her ass from the group because she killed them two motherfuckers who was going to turn into walkers. Yep. Karen and the other fool. Yep. Show did. Yeah, and now she's turning out to be just like him. Yeah. Well, she, he, quiet as this kept, Rick knew 
that what he was doing wasn't right. Yeah. He, she told he him, you can't just bury your head in the sand yep. and be a farmer. You're not yeah. a farmer. You're a sheriff. You're, yep. you know, as uh, Morgan said, you a killer. I'm a killer too. Yeah. But, you know. but I think that's really good observation, Robert, because uh, until you mentioned it, I hadn't really thought about it. But yeah, you are absolutely correct. It's mm-hmm. exactly the same. It is. Exactly the same. And for me, it is sweet because I was really pissed. If y'all go back and listen on that episode where Rick banished Carol. <laughs> yes, you were. I was so pissed. Yes, you were. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. All right. Our next feedback is from Willie. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. I love this episode even better than the premiere. I especially love it when Carol fades to black, as <laughs> Debu would say. I just had a thought that's gonna that's been nagging me. I think Morgan used to run with the wolves. I still want to go back and rewatch the end of last season, I believe. But remember when Morgan had his big reveal at the end of an episode? The way that he was dressed looked a lot like the wolves' style. Hmm. You know, that's right. When he was trying to follow Rick and he had these goggles on and he had a mask on and he had all these gloves on. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Willie. Ooh, Willie. Uh, also, he was following marks left on trees as if he was reading a message. Lastly, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't one of the wolves say, hey, it's you during the assault on Alexandria. Yes. yes, It could also be one of the guys he let go earlier, just recognized him. It It was was. one of the guys that, that he let go. Maybe somehow he found sanity amongst the wolves, left them and is now on a mission to make up for the deeds done while he was with them. Hmm. Let's commend the writers on a job. Well done. Excellent episode. Now, if they could just knock it off with the neutral, excuse me, knock it off with the neutered black male and magical Negro stereotype that they seem to be pushing Morgan into. Thank you. I will have zero complaints. Love y'all lots. Willie. P.S. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Random ass tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. And you are certainly correct in that. If they will just quit pushing this, this neutered, neuterization of the black male you know they gotta quit that shit i hope so you know they gotta quit that shit has a interesting theory that i had not thought about before willie that's good i don't know if i mean because they acted like they didn't know him so maybe this is an if if it was true if that was an accurate theory wouldn't they know him when they came across him in the camp see i don't think that's true willie because when those two guys got him in the woods, they didn't know him. And he kept telling them, just, just leave. Yeah. And he kept telling them, look, you can have all my supplies. But you can't and have stuff, me. But you can't have me. So, yeah. But. But. That guy. But go back to that episode. And as soon as that dude came out the woods, Morgan was looking around. He already knew there was a second dude. That's true. He did already know. Ooh, Willie. Ooh, Willie. Interesting. Got my mind racing. Ooh, wow. Very interesting Ooh, theory. man. Oh, I didn't even think about I didn't think anything about that like that. Mm. Okay, so okay. y'all, now we got to be on the lookout to see if there's Ooh, any more clues yeah. in we our gotta... next episode. Thank you, Willie. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, how's your acting going? Yeah. Yeah. 
okay so our next feedback is from manny hey manny hey hey ladies omg i'm so dumb i should have known some shit was gonna pop off this episode when i saw carol making another one of them nasty ass looking (laughs) 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 don't nobody want them Deanna left hers on the front porch. <laughs> porch Dick dropped his, and nobody likes celery that much except one of those ladies on Big Brother. Ooh. Oh, you're right, Manny. Janice Dickinson was eating celery like a damn rabbit. Oh, shit. I mean, just chomp, chomp, chomping. Like, she would just chomp like five chomps of celery in one mouthful and oh, eat it. Oh, hell it was, no. It was I don't weird. like it quite that much. No, it was no. weird. But I'm sitting in front of the TV and Carol is watching Mrs. Niedermeyer through the window. I'm thinking, oh, she's about to give her a Sam speech about being tied to a to a tree and being eaten alive when some random ass dude comes and chops her up. <laughs> yeah, I, I turn to my left and right to see if anybody else saw what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching alone. Alone. <laughs> but once again, the most valuable player goes to Carol. Yeah. When she came out of nowhere dressed like Assassin's Creed, I really couldn't help <laughs> but laugh out loud. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I when like she killed that. that woman in the gun room with a knife, I cheered. Oh, yeah. When she grabbed up those guns like Supermarket Sweep and, and quick instructions to Olivia and kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Finally, the best part was when Morgan was doing his Namaste bullshit by tying up a wolf and Carol came up and shot him and what? Kept it moving. Kept it moving. But from my point of view, Morgan did only one thing productive and that was turning off the horn of the truck. Yeah. Saving Gabriel. Waste of time. Yeah. Tying up old boy. Waste of time. Yeah. Did I mind trick on dirty blonde nasty looking wolf? Waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) And you saw him pick up that gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. But aside from what's going on with Morgan, I love this episode. Oh, and I know damn well he didn't kill that last wolf. Yeah, he did. The last one looks like Brennan Fraser from Encino Man, a 1992 movie. Thanks, ladies. A. <laughs> Manny Maggie. <laughs> Thank you, Manny, Thank for you, the Manny. email. And you know what? That we dude, don't know for sure he killed that last uh, wolf. <laughs> He killed. I him. think he did because he, he said I'm him. sorry. He, he said I'm sorry. He but killed I, him. but we don't know for a hundred percent certain he's dead. He he killed him. So you yeah, just, you never know. He killed him. That's why I think he's he's leaving to go hunt them. Manny, you are too funny. That's funny. That was a he good said, one. I looked to my left and right and said, "Did somebody else see this?" And he was watching us by himself. <laughs> You know what? I did the same exact thing when I went to go see The Matrix. Oh, Lord. The first Matrix. Mm Because, you know, we didn't know or we hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah. That was cool. And I remember going to the theater. I think I went by myself because it was like the midnight movie or something. Mm -hmm. And it was packed. You People were sitting like right up on each other. Yeah. And I remember that first scene where, um, what's her name? Trinity mm-hmm. is kicking ass and she raises up in the sky mm-hmm. and, and we, I, I turned to the, I was like, what? Oh, did y'all see that? <laughs> and the people were doing the same thing. That was the baddest movie. That was the first oh, time we yeah. saw the matrix was the like, matrix. if you saw it in the theater was my, Oh, it was just wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was just wonderful. Anyway, I did the same move in the matrix. <laughs> Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. Okay, our next feedback is from Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, Monique. 
Hi, sisters. Monique from Pennsylvania here. Just wanted to comment on the last podcast and Sister Jay's police experience. Oh, Lord. That was too ignorant. Uh, years back when I lived in Brooklyn, I got pulled over. To set the tone, it was a Thursday night, a little after 8 p.m. Passengers were my mom and my kids, 9 and 12. The officer asked for my license and registration and insurance card. I asked why I was being pulled over. He, in turn, repeated the license, registration, insurance card. I recently switched wallets and couldn't find my registration, which I explained. He took my license and insurance card, came back after a few, and asked my kids and my mom to step out of the car. Aw, shit. (laughs) He then asked me if I found the registration, which I said no. He said, pull over. He said, I pulled you over because you have a ball mount attached to your car and says they are used to steal cars. And then he said to step out of the car. When I got out of the car, he had his handcuffs out and proceeded to handcuff me. He said, I am under arrest. And the reason why I can't find my registration is because my car is stolen. Oh my God. Shit. So I calmly said, this is my car and it's not stolen. Now my mom and kids are crying and I'm putting, and I'm being put in the back of the squad car. What the fuck, Monique? What? This is in Brooklyn. A few minutes later. A, oh, she's, she's from Brooklyn. No, she's in Pennsylvania, but this, she said when she lived in Brooklyn, she oh. got pulled over. So she says, um, a few minutes later, a bunch of cop cars showed up, surrounded my car and oh the squad car God. I was in. Now it looks like the entire neighborhood is outside. They sent an officer to ask me, where did I get the car from? Where do I work? Do I have a work ID and other questions, which I answered all in a calm manner. I asked if they can call my cousin. He's a police officer and maybe he can help clear this up. They said there will be a time for calls later to make a long story short. I was taken down to the precinct. They brought my mom and my kids too. And at this point, my mom is getting belligerent. I lost it to Jay. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh, I'd be shit. fucking cussing they motherfucking uh, ass out. And I'm trying to calm her down. <laughs> they send a brother officer to question me for the final time, as if now I'm going to switch my story. He's telling me the truth is always the best route, and I say I have been telling the truth. Finally, after three hours, handcuffed the entire time. Oh my god! They said they found the problem. The officer put in the wrong license plate number. Mine ended in 909X and he put in 909Y. <gasps> oh, hey. Oh, shit. They'd be working for my ass for a I was long driving time. A Burgund- I would sue. I was driving a Burgundy Ford Explorer and the stolen vehicle was a blue hatchback car. They said I'm free to leave and no one apologized. Oh, hell no. No, I didn't get arrested or beat up, but I was hella humiliated and my kids were a mess. Afterwards, I started looking at other Jeeps and Explorers, and almost all of them have that ball on the back. I know all police officers are not bad, but I feel that sometimes with these officers, you need luck on your side that you get a nice one. So, Sister J, count yourself lucky. Oh, I was. Yeah. That is fucking That is fucked up, Moni. And you know what? You should have sued them for false arrest. First of all, you have to have money to sue people. Oh, shit. There's a whole lot. Uh-uh. There are lawyers who take it on what is called contingency, meaning if you win your lawsuit, and we're talking about a civil lawsuit here, if you win your lawsuit and you get awarded money, they get like 20%, whatever. But, oh, hell. 
I would have sued they motherfucking asses. Oh, that's awful. Oh, hell yeah. Typed oh, in the hell yeah. Motherfucking license and, number. And she could have claimed. Ooh. Distress. In, intentional infliction of emotional distress. That's 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 it. Anyway, oh. I would have sued they asses. So she says, now my feedback. Of course I have. <laughs> she just had to share her cop story. Oh, hell. That's awful. I feel for you. I, I get traumatized enough, yeah. to this day. I know I had a good one, though. I had a good one. Oh, Lord gosh. have mercy. And I do, I, I do still love the police, though. Now my feedback. Of course I know everyone is saying it. Carol is a badass. She's definitely your ride or die chick in a zombie apocalypse. Yep. And kudos to her for being quick thinking and down downing a costume as well. Yep. Hopefully now Morgan realizes sometimes killing is necessary. Although I wish she realized it before he let the other wolves go. Yeah. Lastly, Enid eating that turtle. Ew. That scene was getting me a little queasy. Hope she did that in one take. Sorry for the long asness. Truly. Thanks, ladies. Monique. Uh, thank you, Monique. Thank for you, that Monique. long as email, oh, but you are forgiven because we wanted to know the end of that story. That's Damn. Fucked up. That is way fucked up. Ooh. Damn. I've never had nothing like that happen. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Didn't apologize mm-hmm. or jack shit. I would have sued the asses. No. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I would have sued that the asses. That is some fucked up They'd have been working for me. Mm-hmm. That's awful, Monique. Oh, yeah. Mm. awful damn and it's shit like that that makes people scared of the police oh yeah 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 and and i mean and especially where it was their fucked up problem putting in the wrong down you could have said oh sorry but see if they they couldn't admit it at that point oh hell yeah yeah you know detaining her three hours oh hell no somebody would have paid me some money i would have been on a nice vacation Mm. cruise something hell yeah it's awful damn Okay, um, our I next. Hope you at least got some badge numbers or something <laughs> for these motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, Oof. filed a complaint or something. Well, mm-hmm. you know, Lord. Okay, her um, our next piece of feedback is from Aussie John. Hey, Aussie John. Hey, sisters and nation. How you going? Hope you are well. <laughs> Here are my thoughts. How you going? I love that. How you going? This is my favorite episode of the season so far and in my top five of the whole show. It was good. That was only the second episode, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is the best so far. Um, and the top five in the, of the whole oh, show. Lord. This includes Clear and Carol's Look at the Flowers episode. <laughs> that said, now... Let's pick it apart. All right. I'm not convinced by the internet that Enid is a wolf. When talking about blind spot, she could have been referring to how she was able to go for her little walks where Carl followed her. She said, we, who, who the fuck is we, who knows? I think the wolves used Aaron's backpack to find and scout Alexandria after finding it in the trucks trap. They oh set yeah. Up. Yep. Absolutely. What happened to Maggie? She seemed to disappear after putting Deanna in the truck. Did she suddenly, did she get a sudden bout of morning sickness? There was no sign of her when the rest of the B team were out saving everyone. That's a good point. That's a good point. Good point. It was great watching Aaron and Rosita kicking butt without the main cast there to help. Yeah. It was. Stay in the house, Carl. Judith is in there. And get a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, he does need a haircut. Uh, Morgan was able to get back because Rick sent him back after killing Ethan Embry. Then some time passed before the horn messed up the parade. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. Speaking of Morgan, I hate, <coughs> excuse me. I hate to say I told you so, but not really. Uh, not only is Morgan the new Tyrese, he has some Travis as well in the way he oh, talked to Lord. the root. Oh, Lord. Let's Travis. hope not. Who's Travis? From the fear to walking fucking dead. Oh, shit. Damn. See, I done already blocked that shit out. <laughs> I done forgot. In the way he talked to the wolves. Mm. All I hear now when he talks is the infamous Tyrese impersonation. Leave. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm also not convinced he killed that wolf at the end. Tyrese supposedly killed Martin. Oh, see, shit. Now too. that's a good point. I think they're going to kill Father Gabriel. Hopefully, shit. <laughs> he had hints at, at redemption after apologizing to Carl and asking for lessons in uh, to take care of himself. Mm-hmm. That is me done. Cheers, ladies. Have a good one. <sighs> Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. And you know what? I hope they mm. do kill Father Gabriel. He yeah. needs to go. Yeah, I mean, he does. He needs to go. But, oh, I hope they don't do that shit to Morgan. I, well, I hope not either, but Damn. they can kill up Father Gabriel, though. Oh, yeah, everybody want Father Gabriel yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. And and he deserves it because he let his parishioners all perish. He did. Yeah, that's a lot of people. He let and he has all a good point. Up. Where the hell did Maggie go when she ran off? Yeah. We didn't see her, but twice. Yeah. That's a good and then point. the next thing we see, she's walking around with Deanna again and the rest of them. So mm. that, anyway. Um, okay. Our next feedback is from David. Hey, David. Hello, say, uh, sisters. This is David from Joplin, Missouri. Ooh. First off, would like to say uh, thank you to Shalita. I hope I spelled it right. You did spell it right, David. <clears throat> she did an amazing job co-hosting with the sisters. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. And I hope you can do it again sometime. Second, Sebastian, Dennis, and Ryan from the, uh, I guess, no, first off. Okay, she's saying second off. Sebastian, Dennis, and Ryan from the Walking Dead Enthusiast podcast loves your podcast. Ooh. Oh, well, hey, Sebastian, hey. Dennis, and Ryan. Hey, y'all. <laughs> the Walking Dead Enthusiast Podcast. I haven't huh. listened to that one. Okay, cool. Don't well, be a- hey, hey, y'all. How you doing? He says they mentioned the sisters in their podcast. Uh-oh. Oh, cool. Well, tell us which episode and well, when. Now, wait, 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 wait. It depends on what they mentioned. Well, they say David. Yeah, because now we done already had. He said they loved our podcast. Oh, okay, because we done had one bout of some fool and his son. So today we're us. not talking about that anymore. Okay, we don't wait. talk about that right. anymore. That was on the Big Brother All podcast. All right, well, uh, thank Wasn't you, Sebastian and David and whoever else. Dennis. Dennis. And, and Ryan. And Ryan. Quit being rude, Sister J. I'm not, but I'm just saying it depends on what the fuck they saying. Anyway, David, let us know what episode and around about when. And uh, don't be offended, y'all. We're just too busy and we haven't had time to listen to any other podcasts about The Walking Dead because we watch and talk The Walking Dead. So, And we uh, late. As- and we late. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little behind on my podcast <laughs> listening. Mm-hmm. Although I tend to not listen to what we podcast about because we've already talked about it and watched it multiple times anyway anyway third sister j i like the idea of morgan and michonne but not if they play off of the comics because after they have sex morgan goes on about his wife then he dies about oh, his well wife. thanks david if that's a spoiler <coughs> well, you didn't have to fucking read it. i don't know until i read it <laughs> 
David. <laughs> Shit. Now, you know, we don't talk about the fucking comics or spoilers. <laughs> well, hey. well, I don't like, I don't want Morgan and Michonne to get well, together. There's been no indication that they will be in this show. Just the comment that they made last week. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And they're two black people. So, you know. Yeah. Well, hey. Um, fourth, Sister K, I just loved your question. On the Z cast about Pie Girl and Murphy makeout session in episode Sisters of Mercy. Oh yes, I haven't heard that yet. But Susan, um, that from our group, she is on the Z cast podcast about Z Nation, mm-hmm. and she told me that Pie Girl Murphy's love interest on one of the episodes last season was going to be on the show. So I said, "Hey, ask her a question for me." And so she did when they had her on the show. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to listen because, like I said, I'm behind. But um, thank you, David. I'm glad someone heard it and they liked it. <laughs> I asked her, how was it to do that scene as a person? Because they had all this grime and nastiness and makeup and shit on Murphy to make him look all nasty and zombified. He does look nasty. And she had to make out with him. She, They had her lifting his shirt up with all them bites on it mm. and licking his chest and shit. Hey, yeah. So I'm like, how did you do that scene? That was my question. Yeah. He, but he, he is. So if y'all haven't heard the Z Nation podcast, go listen. Because Susan does a great job. Mm. Um, okay. Five. The season six premiere was excellent. Too bad Rusty Griswold had to get his face bit and Rick's knife to the head. <laughs> Maybe he should have stayed in Vegas vacation. For episode two, what, uh, episode two was fucking amazing. We had Carol Rambo Dixon strike again. And by putting a bullet in the head of the brother wolf, she was like, hell, Morgan, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't that the truth. Love you, sisters and family. Till next time. Has anyone seen my uncle Eugene? And can I have my knife back? <laughs> David, <laughs> thank you, David. Thank you, David, for that uh, email. Uh, yeah, where is Tobias? Hopefully, they'll bring him back. I think they will. Yeah. I really. Do. I think they do. But you won't be watching. Like you won't be watching. But I'll let you know. You can let me know. <laughs> he says, "Has anyone seen my uncle Eugene? Yeah, uncle can Eugene. I, my, I, I like I, Eugene. So I do too. I do like that Eugene yeah. character." Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sister J, Sister K, and family. And if there is another surprise guest, hey to you too. (laughs) (laughs) No, we alone. Great job last time, Miss Shalita. Yeah. I'm so dumb, sisters. Last week, I was all worried that the best fighters were gone. Have I already forgotten Terminus? Was I completely fooled by Carol's Susie Homemaker disguise? Yep. Damn, Carol takes care of business, but I gotta give our man Morgan a side eye for letting those fools go. Not that putting finishing moves on that many people wouldn't be difficult, but he could have had broken a kneecap or two, kept them for interrogation or something. You know they have a leader and more people. The last thing we need is for them to know what what they're packing at Alexandria. Yeah. That's a good point, too. One thing my boyfriend thought of, are these fools on drugs? They're obviously crazy and Carol's blasting them with high caliber weapons and they're still moving. Yeah. Like they're high on PCP or something. Well, just the way they behaved, you would think they're probably on some drugs. Crazy murdering junkies are even scarier. Yeah. That was one of my favorite Walking Dead episodes to date. I just went, it just went so fast and had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. It did go fast. This Halloween, I'm going to be a Carol in wolf's clothing. If oh, my wow. costume turns out all right, I'll share pics on Facebook. <laughs> yes. 
Until next time, take care, sisters. Lady Erin Middlefinger. <laughs> Thank you, Erin. <laughs> oh, I have got to see this costume. You have got to post a picture. Yeah, post a picture. If you don't want to post it, just email us and you can just let us see it. Yeah, we got to see it. (laughs) Thank you, Erin. Our next feedback is a voicemail and it is from Isle Girl. Okay. Hey, sisters. This is Isle Girl. I'm calling from the Virgin Islands. Uh, Just some thoughts on episode JSS. Um, Number one, Carol is such a badass. (laughs) She's the best. You know, she's the one that you want at your back during a zombie apocalypse. I mean, she's smart. She's quick. She's decisive. She thinks on her feet with no hesitation. You know, who else would have thought of taking the clothes off of one of the dead wolves, dressing herself up, putting a W on her forehead? That's true. She's, you know, she's just the best. I love her. Um. Morgan was great too. I mean, serious kick ass with that staff. But um, I see some problems ahead because his whole philosophy of not killing it, you know, killing anyone, that's, that's going to have to change because you just can't leave enemies standing to come back at you. No, you know, we've seen sure already yeah. that when people have done that, it's, it's only turned around and come back and bite you in the butt. You know, one of the wolves that was in. Alexandria was one of the ones that he let go that he didn't kill. So he's going to have to change in some way um, or else there's going to be conflict, especially with Rick and definitely Carol don't play that. So, you know, that philosophy isn't going to work on her. And uh, Enid, there's something about her that's just kind of off. I mean, I like that backstory that they showed how her parents died, you know, in front of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she for some off. strange reason, I sort of get the feeling like she's aware of the wolves or she's seen them or maybe she mm. was in there and got away or well, that's a good idea. something, you know, I could be mm. wrong about that, but I just, something's not, not quite kosher. Right. Mm. With her for some reason. <laughs> I agree. But you no, know, other than that, it was an excellent episode. It was just, it was great. You know, I didn't, I expected the wolves to, to come in there at some time, but I didn't expect it this quickly, the way yeah. they did that. That was just amazing. All right. Well, you guys take care. Bye. Thank you. Thank Isla you, girl. Isle girl. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think ex- it would be But that's quite a good so... idea. What if she's seen them? Because she's been out and about watching and looking and shit. And she's probably seen some stuff. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So thank you, Isle Girl, for your feedback. Thank you, Isle Girl. Okay, our next email is from Carol. Hey, Carol. Hey, Carol. Hi, sisters. I can't lie. This past episode was wonderfully suspenseful (laughs) and edge of your seat engaging. And I'm sure the family will espouse the virtues of the finer points. However, there is an elephant in the room that desperately needs discussing. And that is the Walking Dead's writers refusal to write a badass black alpha male character oh yeah i like many looked forward to morgan's return but i have been really disappointed with him thus far yep how could he be how could he in good conscience watch the wolves hack up innocent people and then let them go with a stern warning like he's their 
damn principal. That's a fucking writer. Smoking cigarettes behind the bleachers. Yeah. Does he not realize that they are likely to come back with reinforcements? Of course. Does he not realize that every time he lets one of these psychopaths go, he's only doing someone else's fate? I'm going to need Morgan to get off his Buddhist. Nah. Oh, Lord. Nam yo renge kyo nonsense. Put down that stick. Pick up a gun. And oh, she got that from. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you It's do. like the writers are afraid to write strong black male characters in the vein of a Rick or a Daryl or even Glenn who tries to see the best in people but doesn't hesitate to handle business. Yep. First, there was T-Dog who pretty much just ate up the scenery and was never a truly realized character. Yep. Then there was Oscar, the prisoner, who lasted all of five seconds. Yep. Then they brought Tyrese, who I thought was going to change all that. His comic book counterpart was a straight up G. He went from a badass to a cross between Hoke, Hoke from Driving Miss Daisy and Michael Keaton and Mr. Mom. Yep. Sigh. Of course, there was the deadly depart- dearly departed Bob who pretty much filled the happy-go-lucky Negro slot. They <laughs> offed him. And then there was Noah whose balls hadn't even dropped before he was murked. He was murked and now we're left with punk-ass Father Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Right about now, the two battered housewives, <coughs> excuse me, the two battered housewives, Eugene and Nicholas, are more badass than Morgan. That doesn't make any damn sense. Well, there's a reason for that. I'm going to need our Walking Dead brothers to stop being so damn docile. And this is from Carol. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Carol. But there's a reason for that. You have white male writers writing the parts for blonde white females to be the badass. What's so so surprising about that? I'm not the least bit surprised. That's the whole fucking reason we started this motherfucking podcast. It's shit like that. Yeah. I mean, really? It is. It's shit like that. Whether we're talking about reality shows or drama shows, it's shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it is so refreshing to me, thank you, Carol, that (laughs) (laughs) members of our Sister Speak family see that that. shit and recognize. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because we've been saying it for what? We've been doing this since 2007. Mm -hmm. So we've been saying it for eight years. And I'm so glad that other people now see this motherfucking shit. And it's annoying. It is. And it's 2000 motherfucking 15 and it's time for this shit to stop. It's well, but like, um, damn, now I'm going to forget the lady's name. Oh, and anyway, Ava DuVernay who wrote, um, she's a black woman um director and she mentioned she has there's an article about um black women in the media and director she said when she did oh she's the one who directed selma yeah and she said in all of the press junket for that movie to advertise it she kept getting asked about diversity in movies and race things in movies and she said they don't she said they don't ask the white men directors those questions <laughs> yeah. they should have been asking me how did it feel to make this movie exactly or you know <clears throat> what challenges did she have why don't they ask the these movie? motherfucking nick nick Otero, whatever the motherfucker's name is next time he's on the talking dead how come you writing such pussy black men you got a problem with the black man or what they're not gonna ask that because talking dead is part of the walking dead and they're not gonna ask those yeah. questions anyway thank it's you carol Jay. you know and, he's not oh, gonna ask oh, that question well, wait a minute i got to i got to refresh your motherfucking memory sister k and that is 
her reference in the email is the exact same thing that the wonderful Angela Bassett said in what's love got to do with it. When she was doing that praying, when, when, uh, uh, Tina Turner's husband was kicking her ass. Oh, remember that? No. Well, that's, that's what that came from. Okay. That's cool. That's exactly the prayer she was saying. Well, he needs some time. prayer or something because <laughs> they do need to turn that fucking character around. They do need to. They do. Yeah. They need to quit this, this pussyfying black men and, and they big black men too. It's not like they, I mean, uh, uh, at least you could uh, say, well, you know, Noah was a little skinny kid. So, uh, no. Well, the, the point is they're trying to like make it the opposite, but they've done that exactly. already. We already had that. So let's switch it back around. And just let it well, be a normal man. It is know? not a coincidence that the two blonde females are the, in this episode especially, were the ones who were kicking everybody's ass. That is not a coincidence. <laughs> Shit. Let's get with it. Let's get real. Okay. I wasn't even going to go there, but hey! Um, thank you, okay. Carol. Carol, thank you. <laughs> Let's move on to thank the next Carol email. Carol for bringing that shit up. Our next email is from Betsy. Oh, hey, Betsy. Hey, Betsy. Hey, Sister K and Sister J. I've been listening to y'all for a few weeks and I've been quiet, but I wanted to finally say hi. Hey, Hey, Betsy. Betsy. I also wanted to share some details that might clear up what y'all discussed in the first time again, Walking Dead podcast about Pete getting the katana. Oh, I apologize if someone already said this before me, but just in case no one has, hopefully I'll make sense and won't be too long. Happy face. Happy face. <laughs> in the episode where Rick and everyone were walking on the road together without food and water, Carl gave Maggie a music box with a ballerina that he found. Yep. yep. I remember that. A few episodes later, when Aaron gave Rick the Alexandria tour, he told Rick that between the 14 members of the group, they would have two houses. We know that Rick, Carl, Judith, um, Michonne, and Carol all share a house. So I think it's safe to say that Maggie and Glenn share the other house with Eugene, Tara, Rosita, and Abraham. Yep. In the season five finale, Carl and Judith were shown together looking at Maggie's music box. So if the kids were at Maggie's place when the adults went to the town meeting, it was easy for Pete to sneak into Rick's house and take Michonne's katana off the wall without anyone knowing. On a, oh, that's interesting. Oh, you know what? I see what you're saying. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting see, I didn't notice that. Yeah. On a side note. I also think that Daryl, when he isn't scouting, stays at Rick's place, too, even though we haven't seen it happen. Don't ask me about Father Gabriel, because I don't know who would have agreed to let him stay in their house. Yeah, where does he live? In that makeshift church, probably. He may, he live in the church, Ain't I think. Ain't from Rick's group want his fucking ass yeah, with so them. He live in the church. Especially with the shit he said. Yeah, so he lives in the church. Yeah, he must. <clears throat> Hugs, Betsy. P.S. <laughs> Shout out to Marie on Twitter because she told me about your podcast a month ago and I'm still thanking her for it. Oh, thank you, Betsy. Th- thank you, Betsy. Thank you, Marie. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and welcome to the family. Welcome to Sister Speak family. <laughs> and That's you know what? Good point. That, that was a good observation. Yeah, I yeah. do remember them being mm. in two houses, although I don't remember. But you are right, though. Whether the- they're. He was side by side. He not. was doing the little uh, music. He was showing Judith the music box, which would would mean that they was at Maggie's house. Yeah, because somehow yeah. Pete got in there and got it. Yeah, you know. However, had Michonne not 
put it up on the wall. Well, but still, yeah. Pete shouldn't have snatched it up. That's Not true. knowing how to use the damn thing. That's true. You know? That's true. Okay, and our next email is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Sister Speak family. I'll keep this shit short because it's late and I forgot to get my feedback in sooner. <laughs> I love this episode. Yep. To me, it felt like a mid-season finale, but it was only episode two. <laughs> if the rest of the season keeps up this pace, I will, it, excuse me, it will be great. I doubt if it'll keep this pace, though. That's been good Let's so hope so, but I doubt it. I was totally not expecting the attack by the wolves. At first, I thought that the lady getting chopped was just in Carol's head. and then, Oh, and, no. <laughs> And said, shit, Carol, you have some dark ass daydreams. (laughs) Then I realized it was really happening and was impressed that the show went there so soon. Mm. Carol was great in this episode and so was most of the main cast. But I don't like what the writers are doing to Morgan. Yep. I mean, he saw the wolves hacking the limbs off of people and still thought he could reason with them. Give me a break. That's some bad writing. Yeah. We don't need another pacifist on the show. They don't live for very long and usually fuck shit up for everyone else. Yeah. I'll be pissed if they turn him into a Tyrese or Travis. See, everybody's saying that. Yep. See, everybody's saying that. Well, I think I'm done writing for now. As always, thank you for the great podcast. Let's hope for some Michonne and Carl scenes next week. Yep. Jeff, whatever Morgan's last name is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What is his last thank name? Thank you, Jeff, for that. Thank email. you, Jeff. And then you he's got what? a P.S. Oh. What the fuck is Maggie even doing anymore? Has she done anything besides eavesdrop and look sad? I know. <laughs> no, really. It's true. You know but what? This is the thing. Now she we, she has gotten the short end of the shaft to me too. Be, yeah, because uh, also. yeah, because Maggie is a badass, and they're not having her do anything but nope. shadow Deanna. Yep. That's it. And even in this scene, in this episode where everyone's fighting, they had her just running. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, but we, I talked about this last time. When we get to places like the prison or um, the governor's city. Yeah. I forgot the name of the city. Um, or Alexandria or even Terminus. We got all these other fucking characters that we now have to fit in yeah. to the time that would take away from our core people that we yeah. want to see. That we care so about. All of our core people are going to be put into these little bitty little bitty speaking roles and shit to make time for these new people to yeah. come out. Because I don't care about these Alexandria people. Nope. But, no. that, but, we, but we're there. So guess what? Yeah. All of our people are not going to have as much time on screen as we want. Yeah. You know, they need and that's to leave nature, Alexandria. Well, but that's just the nature of, yeah. of TV and the fact that we're there. But um, I don't know what Morgan's last name is. Somebody said it last week. Yeah, somebody said it on but the podcast. I don't I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't know what Maggie's last name. I don't know what none of them except Rick Grimes. Yeah. What's Daryl's last name? Uh, Dixon. We oh. know his. Okay. Daryl Dixon, Rick Grimes, Carl Grimes, Judith Grimes. Well, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. Carol, I don't remember. Glenn's, I thought I knew Glenn's. I can't remember And what's Michonne's last name? I don't know. See, there you go. I don't know. Uh, Herschel. Ah, I don't know. Don't look at me. Hell, we don't know. Shane. <laughs> Shane with Shane. Shane with Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Still miss Shane. I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, that Mm. was actually our last um, email, but um, excuse me, Myron did send us an email and he added a link to the broadway.com website 
for the show Eclipse, which is the one that Denai Guerrero wrote and oh, dire- or is directing okay. with uh, Lupita Nyong'o in it. Oh, okay. So it just gives like what the show is about. What's it about? Um, so let me read that real quick. I have to okay. scroll down to the synopsis of the show. Okay. Uh, story. Amid the chaos of the Liberian Civil War, the captive wives of a rebel officer band together to form a fragile community until the balance of their lives is upset by the arrival of a new girl. Mm. Drawing on reserves of wit and compassion, Eclipsed reveals distinct women who must discover their own means of survival in this deeply felt portrait of women finding and testing their own strength in a hostile world of horrors, not of their own making. And Lupita Nyong'o is the girl. And apparently there's two other uh, women. And then uh, Denai Guerrero is directing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, then they have a couple other people listed here. Oh, that's interesting. cool. Sounds interesting. That's interesting. So thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Myron. Yeah, for thank that you, in. Myron. Now, we just need to find out if anyone's going. Yeah. And let us know how it is. Yeah. Email us and maybe we'll, maybe we'll have you be a, correspondent. A, a guest podcaster. Or a correspondent for, the, uh, for that show. Yeah. Never know. Never know. Anyway, so thank you guys all so thank much for y'all. your feedback. It thank y'all great. for being patient with us too, because we way late. We way late, on but you know, two. Y'all, y'all know how we do. You know how we do. Y'all love us anyway. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so for next time, get your feedback in at sisterspeak at gmail dot com. You can leave us a voicemail <laughs> at speakpipe dot com slash sisterspeak podcast, which is the best way to reach us. Yep. We also have a normal voicemail number, which is nine. 972-755-1215. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Speak Podcast and our group, Sister Speak Nation, which is awesome. Oh, our group is awesome, y'all. But not everyone's on Facebook. We That's get that. True. So for those of y'all aren't that aren't on Facebook, find us on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K and at Sister Speak Cast, C-A-S-T. Yep. Uh, we're also on Google Plus. And you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher. Check out our website, which is thisispeakpodcast.com. Um, shop us. We don't talk about this much. But if yeah. you want to help support the podcast a teeny tiny bit, you can use our Amazon affiliate link. And when you shop Amazon, we'll get a little bit of the kickback. And you can also check out our Sister Speak apparel, which is Sister Speak t-shirts but we appreciate those of y'all that do shop on amazon yes we do and, and who and using purchase, our link and who purchase the t-shirts yes, and who just support y'all. the podcast by sharing it tweeting it yes um re uh, posting thank y'all posts, so much letting people know word of mouth is how we grow word of mouth is the and awesome we just love the to speak nation and the yep. family yep. thank you guys so much for all your support yep and we're back, y'all. And I would like to say one tiny request. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and that is this. This is the Jack. When all y'all motherfuckers call in with your shit, or when you motherfuckers oh, send us email, please put where you from. Oh, well. I mean, damn. We, ha- we might have like five different Davids. We need to know where y'all we from. We don't have five Davids. Anyway. I already know. I can tell you. It would be helpful. We have David from Joplin, Missouri. Shout out, David. Hey, David. And 
but no, it, she's right. But it, it Tell would us be very helpful. Like we all know, Shalita from Philly, because she always says that. Thank you, Shalita, so much. Yeah, Tammy Robert from the says, Bay. Robert from the Bay. All of y'all. Oh, and Malika and Malika Mama from, from Tucson. Tucson. <laughs> you know that is so helpful to us. So yeah, kind of keeps for straight, all y'all. Just do me that a couple of favor. Well, there's a couple of culprits who forget to tell your names. Oh yeah, and who forget to tell us where you're from. So do that next time because we like to see where everybody's coming. We just from. like to know where right. you're from. And like Island uh, Io Girl. We know you from the Virgin Islands. Hey, that's what up? Nice. What up, hey. sister? Hey. You oh, know. Girl. So that that's my I tiny little request. Thank you, Sister Jane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my public service announcement for this podcast. Thank you, Sister Jane. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, thank you. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, thank you, know, you guys it for be helpful. Uh, sticking with us through yeah. all our little slow times and... Um, yes. We're going to be caught up soon. We'll be caught up soon. We hope you enjoy. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. Bye. <laughs>